What are we doing? Making a note to myself. Bop, 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 bop. Beshow is here again on another Tuesday night in July of 2017. We're having a grand old time, and I hope you're going to have a grand old time with us. Tonight, Julie Klausner. In studio. Big announcement. In studio. Surprises. In studio. It's only one way to get to it, guys. Can't go around it. Got to go through it. The phone number. 201. 201- Three three two three four eight four. So I welcome you once again to the greatest podcast anyone has ever heard. You may like Chapo Steakhouse or Hamburger Men. But you will admit, they are not the best. We are the best. Because, do their shows have best in the title? I think not. And I think you should listen to this. Because now, the show is underway. It's the best show. Let's have fun. Let's go! 
Show. What's up, everyone? How's it going tonight? Here. On this pleasant enough July evening. In 2017, why do I timestamp these episodes? To help the researcher at the Tom Sharpling Museum sort through these things. Four thousand years from now. So what's up, everyone? The phone number 201-332-3484. Got a fun show. Julie Klausner will be in studio later. Got the whole crew out there. They're all out there. It's like the 27 Yankees. It really is like the 27 Yankees. They'll sit around. Like, no, what they would be like now, the 27 Yankees. No, it's it's like a murderer's row out there. AP Mike, Pat Byrne, Dudio. It's like a who's who. Or in some cases, it's a, uh, that's the guy. That's an officer, that's the guy. What crimes would they commit, the three of them? What crimes do you think... This is what I'd like the three of you to do, please. Write down the crimes that the other two would be found guilty of. Okay. Okay? Whatever crimes you think the other two would be found guilty of, I want to know what each of you think. What did we hear? Dams of the West. My boy, Chris Thompson. C.T. He of Vampire Weekend fame. He came in the studio, played that song in studio. That's the full band record version. The album's called Youngish American, and that's uh, Death Wish. It's a good record. It's a very good record. It's a great record. You know who else has a good record coming out? The Giant Dog, baby. They're back. Look out. Those maniacs. New record's good. Toy. We'll be playing something from it, hopefully, in the next week or so. But we just heard a blast from the past. The little uh, yesterday's hits today. Super Bowl from uh, Helium. Mary Timoney. Another. Yeah, she's a hero. I'll say it. Role model. Super, well, what are you going to do? He plays amazing guitar, writes amazing songs, sings amazing songs. She's got X-Hex now, but her band before was Helium. Oh, boy. Here comes one of the crew. I'm not saying who. Like a like he shot out of a, uh, like a cannon with his post-it saying what the other two would be guilty of. And that's Super Bowl, and Matador Records reissued all the, the the Helium records. They're all reissued now in beautiful. Uh, I think they're all remastered, and there there's nice vinyl versions of them all, and there's a, an odds and ends rarities collection that's great. 
Just go and get all of them at matadorrecords.com. Just buy all of them. What, are you going to regret it? Like, you're going to regret that. I tell you, man. I saw this new uh, shirt on uh, on Instagram. Royal Trucks, man. One of the all-time great bands. The Rolling Stones of our of our era. New shirt. It's like a basketball shirt. I loved it. And then I saw a picture of Neil Haggerty playing guitar, like a, a, a old photo of him playing guitar with. I think he's wearing a Rasheed Wallace jersey. Oh my goodness! I gotta get this new shirt. The phone number two zero one. Three three two three four eight four. You know some exciting stuff we have coming up. Uh, what should we call this uh, this phone line, Dudio? The creeper line. That's pretty good. The wackadoo line. We're adding a we're adding a phone line that's going to be exclusive to because uh, everybody you get all these people like why don't any weirdos call because of the weirdo line right let's call it the weirdo line what's that weirdos only I love it Mike gets it we're adding a line that we'll be able to give out to just goofballs all over and it'll be just for weirdos to call in so get ready for that we're adding a line that's weirdos only oh, but it's a little hard doing the show here oh. mama 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 sita please please uh, I'm so thirsty please mama sita please bring me Bring me something cold to drink, please, Mama Sita. I can't. I cannot. I cannot go on and do the show. Oh, it's a Diet Dr Pepper. Thank you, Mama Sita. Nothing to say. Nothing to say. Usually, you give some. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Oh God. So here's. <laughs> this is perfect. Dudio brings in his thing. He says that Mike will be found guilty of abduction. <laughs> and Pat will be found guilty of grand larceny. That, the Mike one, I don't know about. The Pat one, I think that might actually be the case. Sorry, Pat. Because Pat makes big moves. That's the thing with Pat. Pat makes big moves, right? You'd agree with that, Pat. Yeah, look up look up grand larceny. You might you you know you also might look it up in the uh the the uh, the uh prison library. <laughs> um That's right. I'll drink a diet Dr Pepper now and again. I found my level. I don't drink soda every day. I drink like two times a week. 3 4 5 times a, a week. And then if I'm having food, I have soda with it also. And, of course, when I wake up, I need a cold soda as well. And No better way to wind the day down than with a Diet Dr. Pepper and uh, 
Sure, I need that little pick-me-up in the middle of the day when Mountain Dew uh, comes in nice and handy. But I, I don't count that. I, ca- I count that as carbonated coffee, actually. Mike's, Mike says, Dudio, fraud. <laughs> Pat, fraud. I gotta say, you, you, this is, this is really, uh, you guys are on point. So, uh, yeah, some good music, guys. Good music tonight. Some good music. Dams of the West, Helium. Maybe I'll play some Royal Trucks later. Just that old, uh, old, good old time here, right? Play a little strawberry soda. Now, I know a lot of you are saying, what's the big announcement, Tom? You said there's a big announcement. What is it? Well, you know what? Mind your own bit. No, wait. Oh, no. That's not That's not the tone I'm supposed to be striking with this. I'm probably supposed to strike the tone of saying to you that we're all friends here. We're having a great time, and we're all going to have a good time. Uh, we all have a good time with the best show. You know, it's a you know it's a fun thing, Mike. You ever hear rock, rot, and rule? Oh, you've heard it. Okay. Yeah, the first the first call that uh, I did with uh, John Worcester, and uh, do you know when I did that, Mike? We did that. What year? Well, let me tell you. 1997, and this is 2017, that's 20 years, baby. 20 years in the biz. The two kids, all grown up now, still making everyone laugh. 20 years later. Has there been a better run in comedy? No, I say no. 20? No. Who else has done this for 20? Who else has... Who else has put 20 up on the board and it's 20 and 0 right now? Nobody. Except for the kids. Tom and John. Sharpling and Worcester. So, 20 years in, here's what we're doing. We are going to announce tonight live New York City Saturday, October 21st, at the Murmur Theater in Brooklyn. Sharpling and Worcester's Rock Rotten Rule 20th Anniversary Extravaganza. Saturday, October 21st. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Sharpling and Worcester's Rock Rotten Rule 20th Anniversary Extravaganza. We're not touring it. We're just doing it. Local. Where it all began. Tickets go on sale Friday. Murmur Theater 
in Brooklyn. I believe it is a seated show. Sharpling and Worcester's Rock Rotten Rule 20th Anniversary Extravaganza honoring 20 years of greatness. The show will be announced to the rest of the world tomorrow, but for you, the best show, Faithful, we know about it now. 10 p.m., no, 10, 7 p.m., sorry, 7 p.m., $25 ticket price. One, we're not touring it, New York only, I believe. I think that's all we're doing with it, I think... That's it. It's a standalone thing. So, get ready. And now I look on uh, to Twitter. Can someone buy me a ticket if I forget? Oh boy! Come on, Tavy. Tighten it up. Get you. You gotta get your own ticket. Can someone buy you a ticket? I wish I had friends like that. I tell you, these friends I got, I couldn't ask. Can someone buy me a ticket? Can you imagine these friends? Someone buy me a ticket? Nah, not the, not this group. Not this group of thugs I hang out with. Cheap, cheap thugs. Come on out. It's going to be fun. October 21st. Murmur Theater. Brooklyn, Prospect Heights. How about that? It's a nice venue. I'll put the link up for the tickets. I'll put it up on Twitter, but they go on sale Friday, July 21st at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. You going to go, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll send you. Check out that link, Mike. Check that link out, Mike. Here we go. Pat says Mike will be convicted of public nudity and duty of manslaughter, like slaw. Look, it's funny. Yes, and let me spell murmur for people who, uh, just so you know, because it's not spelled in the conventional way. M-U-R. Wait. M-U-R-M-R-R. The Murmur Theater, M-U-R-M-R-R, 17 Eastern Parkway, Brooklyn, Prospect Heights. And I'm telling you, I don't want to hear no one say, can I get a ticket? I didn't get a ticket. Can I get in? No, I'm sorry. You can't. Get your tickets. Is it? It's go time, people. It's a good room. Tickets will be on sale. Get on it. I didn't get a ticket in the show. Is tomorrow. Okay, well, 
Maybe come by for the 40th anniversary. It'll be John and a, 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 a video screen of me saying, uh, Oh, hi. Uh, welcome to the 40th anniversary. I'm no longer here uh, on this plane, but uh, we're going to have a great time tonight. And it'll be clear it's Mike doing some sort of video manipulation like when Fred Astaire would dance around the vacuum cleaner. He gets some rights to my likeness. Public nudity, manslaughter. That's Pat's accusation against the other two guys. Mike says fraud and fraud for Dudio and Pat. Dudio says Mike abduction and Pat grand larceny. Who's good here? Mike. One. Best show. Hi. Um, just wanted to bring up, uh, so, so today. Well, first of uh, all, let me say to you, hello. Yeah. Hi, I'm sorry. And what's your name? This is Eli from California. Eli from California. Hello. What's up, Eli? Well, um, it's funny you should mention the uh, 20th anniversary with your uh, with um, with Worcester, and I just wanted to say that what Worcester. that what are you, today. What are you, a gym coach? You just call him Worcester. <laughs> yeah, what are you, yeah. yeah, really? What are you going to tell him to? Are you going to tell him to, to to climb the rope next? Yeah, reach for seven feet or something. So what's up, Eli? So so what what are you getting at here? So today is the ninth anniversary for the Dark Knight releasing in the U.S. for all two people who care out there listening right now. The ninth anniversary of what? The Dark Knight, you know, Batman. With uh, Christopher Nolan or whatever. What? So the second Batman movie that Christopher Nolan did, this is the ninth anniversary of it. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do with that? I don't know. I'm going to get off my phone. Great first call. Great vibes. Great vibes. Great opening vibes for the show. Great opening vibes. So this guy, this dark night, I feel like I'm still in the theater seeing it nine years later. That's the longest movie I've ever seen in my life. Feels like four hours went by, then all of a sudden you're like, wait, he's, Batman's still fighting people now? Now they're on uh, ferries, and they got ferries out in the uh, in the harbor? This one ferry, ha- well, that was the other one. It was That was the third one, which was the interminable, that one. Bane. Can you imagine that one? Batman, does, the third Batman movie, Batman doesn't show up till halfway in it. And then they're walking people out onto the ice, and then they're falling in. And then Batman gets thrown in a well or something like that. And finally shows up at the end, and then you're... Oh, boy. It's Batman. But that second one where suddenly it's like, they have these ferries, and one is filled with convicts, and the other's filled with normal people, 
And it's just like they each have detonators to blow each other up. And then they like showed that the convicts like didn't press the press the button, but the regular people would have blown the the convicts up. It's just like, who's the real criminal, man? Right? Look in the mirror. It was slightly less uh, preachy. It was like zoo animals on wheels. The from Get a Life. How do you like it when we stare at you? Yeah, these Batman movies. They're all duds. It's Christopher Nolan. And then this Dunkirk he's got coming out. Here's a crazy thing. And if Batman's in it. Get in the boat. Hey, I'm here in the, in the Dunkirk. Trying to get on a boat to get back. Get in my boat. Who are you now? I'm Batman. Get in the boat. Anyway, you look like you could be a Nazi there, Batman. I'm not. That's why this Wonder Woman movie was good, because it just was like... It didn't have like... It wasn't four hours long, first of all. And then she's running around fighting people. That's all it was. They didn't tie, they didn't tie in all these other things. I tell you, man. One's worse than the next. So I met one of the guys from that Chapo Steakhouse show at uh, Tim and Eric over the weekend, and then he uh, he's like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "Oh yeah, you guys are uh, you have your uh, you do you guys are like the king of Patreon with your thing," and then he's like, "Well, you know, someday the someone else will will knock us out." I'm like, "Wait, someone else will knock you out?" Wait. You think I you think you knocked me out? What? Yeah, someone'll take our crown. Like they took the crown. You you've been doing the show for a year and a half. Look, it's fun. I like the show. It's a good show. Let's see where you let's check in eight and a half years later when you're at the halfway mark, fellas. God bless you. I hope you get there. I hope you get there. They're talking about the T bones and what I honestly I don't even know what the show is. What is it like about cream spinach and stuff like that? Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash officehourslive. Who are the animals because I don't smell them. They recorded like like Ruth Chris or something. I don't know. I know that's the other one that I tried listening to. 
with this uh this hamburger uh men thing where they were, they were talking about Wetzel's pretzels or something like that. They had John Daly on. My guy, John Daly. And the, the, those fellas seem all right. Those fellas, uh, the the hamburger men, they seem all right. Seem like nice guys. You know where nice guys finish. Best show. That didn't come off as mean as I thought that was. Right? Hi, best show. Hello. Yes, hi. Welcome to the best show. Hello. Yeah, hello. What's going on? I don't know. You tell me. You called. What's up, Chief? Uh, well, I called, uh, like a month ago. And You've been I... on hold that long? What? You've been on hold for a month? Yes. Well, I apologize. Well, first of all, what's your name, Junior? Um, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have a little bit of a speech impediment, but my name is, my name, my name is Ed. How you doing, Ed? I'm doing all right. Where are you calling from, Ed? Uh, just outside of Washington, D.C. All right. On the Virginia side or the Maryland side? Maryland. All right. So, Ed, what do I owe the pleasure of this? To what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Well, I was going to tell you about an encounter I had uh, uh, three days ago uh, with a guy that looked a lot like Bruno Mars, but I did. It probably wasn't him, but he seemed really convincing and, uh, um, he told me that, um, wait, no. He didn't didn't uh, tell you he was Bruno. He wasn't trying to pass himself off as Bruno Mars, was he? Well, no, he acted like he was actually, uh, um, he, I mean, it, it was pretty convincing. I, I'm pretty sure it actually was him, but I don't want to sound crazy. And where did you meet him, though? Where would you meet somebody who could have been Bruno Mars? Well, I was just walking down. I was just walking down Seventh uh, Street in uh, Northwest, okay. and he told me he was Bruno Mars, and he looked like him. But so, so you're walking down the 7th Street, and a guy comes up to you and he goes, Hey, I'm Bruno Mars! No, 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 I recognize him. Oh, so you went, are you Bruno Mars? No, I didn't ask him, I just uh, assumed it was him. Okay, but how did how did you get confirmation that the guy said, Hey, I am, yes, you're right, I am Bruno Mars? I never got that confirmation. Well, did you check on social media to see if Bruno Mars was in Washington, D.C.? No. Well, it sounds like someone's got a little bit of research to do. Mm-hmm. Right, Ed? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like somebody's got some homework for tonight. I'm not really good with the, uh, the social media. Well, 
you might have to get good at it to verify this this Bruno Mars story. Did you get an autograph? Uh, yeah, but uh, it uh, I um, I took a shower, so it washed off. So where did where did he sign? He signed on you. Yeah. Oh, this is Ed. God bless you. Yeah. Get off my phone. We work Best show. Hi. I don't want to sound crazy. So where did you meet him? Though? Where would you? Oh, good. Meet? I remember when this happened. Remember this moment on the show? Hi, best show. Oh, hey, Tom. Sorry about that. Oh, it's, it's quite all right. To whom am I speaking? This is Clayton from Brooklyn. Clayton from Brooklyn. What's up, Clayton? Nothing much. How you doing? I just wanted to let you know uh, that this is the 14th anniversary of the release of Johnny English. Oh, well, that's exciting to know. Well, I appreciate the... Uh, we do have a ninth anniversary Batman cake on its way. So, Mike, can you order a 14th anniversary Johnny English cake as well? I tell you, with this, Pete, let me just tell you. What's your name, Clayton? Clayton. Clayton. Yeah, Clayton. I want to just say this, Clayton. These guys with this pizza out there. Uh-huh. Just, I go out there before the show. Mike is just going, boy, you hear that? I'm like what? No, it's like. Oh, my stomach's rumbling. Like, oh, okay. I see where it's going. So fine. I just figured, let's get it over with. Did you not have, do you have dinner yet? No, I didn't have a chance. I was busy getting ready for the show. Do you want to order pizza? And then, then he has the nerve to do this. Yeah, I guess. He's dropping all the hints. You th- you'd think he was dropping breadcrumbs like a like a, a Hansel and Gretel, right? Did he, are you going to order him one to take home? You know what? I'm going to tell you this, Clayton. I want to make sure this guy's not when they order that pizza. I want to make sure all these guys aren't just ordering stuff that they sneak out of here with. You listen to me. This I know you can all hear it. It's out there. If I catch any of you ordering stuff that is not consumed on premises, you're in for it. You're in for it. You face it's, bu- it's buffet rules. Yeah, exactly. It's buffet rules. Thank you, Clayton. I like you. Thank you, Tom. I love you. Well, that's sweet of you to say. You're going to get tickets for the show, the big show. Oh, a hundred percent. Super psyched. Yeah, get ready. October 21st, Murmur Theater, M-U-R-M-R-R Theater in Brooklyn. It's in my neighborhood. I'm in Prospect Park, so it's close to me, I think. There we go. I might might even walk there. You might even walk there. Look. I'll run there. I'll run there. It's your business. You don't have to run. Just be on time for the 7 p.m. show. You don't have to run. Just schedule your day out correctly and budget the proper amount of time, and you won't have to run. Nice. I will. So anything else you want to say there, Chief? No, not tonight. Thanks for taking my call, Tom. I appreciate it. I'm going to say this, Clayton. Four stars on this call. Four stars. That that, that means the world to me. It could have been higher if you would have had your uh, radio turned down when it began, your computer Uh, turned down. You could have pulled off four and a half. uh, Four. Gives you something to strive for, though. Yeah, something to aim at. Yes. Thanks, Tom. Bye. Nice guy. I like it. I like that guy. 
Well, I want to tell you all, the surprises are not over. I got another surprise coming up, actually. And this is, uh, this is a big one. You know, we talk about movies a lot on the show. And a lot of movie fans uh, in the audience listening. And this, so this is kind of, uh, this is kind of exciting. I guess it's kind of a, a, a get. I, I know everybody has heard about this movie Trash Talk. Whether you've seen the ads or you saw the movie or the reviews. Um, it actually, uh, I don't know if people know, a guy from Newbridge, Steve Ronson, he, uh, he was the guy that wrote Trash Talk. The writer of this movie, Trash Talk, which is just blowing up. Um, he's from Newbridge, Steve Ronson. And the movie came out a few weeks ago, uh, via, uh, New Lines Gate, and it's about Ronson's experiences as a garbage man in Newbridge while trying to support his family, his wife and three kids. And, um, I love this movie. I love it. It's one of the best film uh, films I've seen in years. I've seen it four times already. It is very funny, but it has this heart running through it that is it just very moving. And I don't think I cried as much watching a movie since when I was a kid and saw like Charlotte's Web. Uh, it's, a, it's very effective, and people. Thankfully, agree. Over at Rotten Tomatoes right now, it has a hundred and one percent approval at Rotten Tomatoes, and it's actually doing well in the box office. And uh, you know, I'm sure that this guy is off to a great career. Uh, he did get a late start uh, getting his screenwriting career underway. But he, they we're just catching a guy at the beginning of what's going to be a very illustrious and storied career. And again, the movie is Trash Talk. I love it. It's exciting to have a guy who is uh, one of Newbridge's own, uh, local boy uh, made good. Let's welcome to the show Steve Ronson. Steve, uh, are you there? Hey, Tom, how are you? Um, I'm well. I'm well. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm I'm so excited to be here. I'm I'm actually a big, a big Best Show fan. Really? Oh my God, I love it. Yes. Oh, for wow. years. For years. Wow. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Thank you. Of course. You know, I I guess we should just jump right in and start discussing our favorite and least favorite candy bars, huh? Um. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I guess you're giving me the business on that. How about some pizza? What pizza do you hate? Name your top 50 least favorite crusts. I, I, I'm just busting them. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I have fine. to. It's fine. It's funny. You're, you're, <laughs> look, you can, you can walk the line with that, Steve, because you, you, you have that, that touch. So. Oh, thank you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just like anybody else. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a simple Jersey guy, you know, and, uh, but seriously, I, I, I've heard, I think I've heard probably every episode since you, since you started. Maybe not everyone, but I go way back and, uh, 
there, there's one thing I love about the show, and if you would indulge me, I would be, I would just be thrilled. What, what is, what is that? I love those impressions you do. Oh, well, that's nice of you to say. And here's what, I don't know if you do this one anymore, but it, it was kind of, uh, you know, it's something I think you did early on. Jay Leno talking about, um, you know, like when Jay Leno is in a, is in a movie and he'll, he's talking about a, about the fictitious president in the movie. Yes. Like, uh, can, can you do that, please? Oh, like in his monologue. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because they would like put it in a movie yes. to to establish reality. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So it would be like the the like whoever it would be would be watching television and you'd see the Tonight Show on. Yeah. And Jay Leno would be on doing his monologue and he'd be like, uh, "So uh, what else is in the news today? It's uh, did anybody uh, see what happened with uh, President Parker today? Sounds like a real right." Oh. I just love President Parker. It's such a weird name. It's so funny to me. Oh, well, that's, that's, I, I appreciate that. I love it. Well, thank you for doing that. Um, man, I just gotta t- tell you, I can't, I can't even begin to, to express how much I loved Trash Talk. Really? Yes. Well, I, I appreciate that. That's so, so nice to hear. And, um, I'll tell you, you know, I, I'm so blessed by the reception that my, little film has gotten and um it, it seems to have really touched the hearts of of so many people and you know that's pretty much why anyone creates anything i think you know to have have that personal connection that heart-to-heart thing and uh I, i'm just so lucky that I, I i achieved that to some degree with my my very first attempt you know and i know that doesn't happen much mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it really is magical, and uh, I think part of what appeals to so many people about the movie is how how like real and personal the whole thing is, and the 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 way it like the story of the the movie that you mm-hmm. wrote it in longhand and you're writing it on scraps of of discarded newspaper while you were on your shift, uh, like these endless grueling shifts on the garbage truck and that that part of it is as as exciting as anything can you talk for a second about the origins of the actual screenplay sure um well trash talk uh basically just started as me writing down my experiences that i was having on a a daily basis and um you know it's interesting there's a stigma that goes along with being a garbage man and um you know, but it, it is a very noble profession. You know, where would we be with without them? And um, you you find out so much about people through their garbage. And I'm 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 not saying that I was like A.J. Weberman going through Bob Dylan's trash. You know, in the early seventies when that that whole thing was happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you can't help noticing certain things and then drawing your own conclusions just by what you what you throw in that truck, you know, what, what what you pick up on the curb when you put in the in the truck. And, you know, like, this couple is going through a divorce. The matriarch of, of this family is, is dying. This guy's going bankrupt, you know, those sort of things. Mm-hmm. And you also end up, you know, because these are, 
they're not solitary hours, but you know, it's usually you and a partner, and and you've got a guy driving too. But there's not a lot of talk, and you know, you, so you have all this other time to think about your own life. You know, are, yeah. are my kids ashamed of me? How can I dig out of this huge financial hole that I found myself in? Does my wife regret marrying me? How can I care for my sick parents on this meager paycheck I bring? And, you know, things like that that are pretty – I'm sorry to bring this down, but, you know, that, that's they're, they're all very real things that come up very, when you're doing that job. It's heavy stuff, but it's real life. It is, yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, I honestly had zero experience writing a screenplay. I, um, I always loved movies. And then one day, you know, I was bored on the job, and I just said – I'd watch a movie about the, the the things that happened to me, you know, which which is it's kind of dumb. I mean, I think everybody probably feels that about their own life. But I actually started doing it. So I, I started writing down things, like you said, in longhand and on, on whatever found paper I I would pick up, like it was discarded Christmas wrapping or newspaper, that sort of stuff. And you know, I'd find this stuff on on shifts, and I'd also write. At night, after I got home, I put my kids to bed, and I kissed my wife, Janine, goodnight. I'd, I'd, I'd keep at it, you know, and, and uh, I packed away at this thing for years until I, I had what I thought was a, a good draft. I, I didn't really know what a good draft was, sure, but it, sure. it felt like, it, well, yeah, that's my story. Yeah. So, wow, that's, that was uh, that. That's so cool. And how long did, uh, like, how, how did the script actually, like, find its way to the studio, uh, to New Lines Gate? Well, I, I saw an ad for a screenwriting contest in one of those those screenwriting magazines that they sell at Barnes & Noble, you know, so I was just kind of thumbing through that, and and so I, I entered the contest, and I actually placed second. I couldn't believe it. Wow. In a contest like that. Do you even remember at that point who, who placed first? I, I do. It, it was... Um, the screenplay was called The Chiku Killer, which is a, a weird title, and oddly by by another Jersey guy. Huh. And it's this crazy soup. I could only get like halfway through. It was so weird and gross. It, it, it's the story of this crazy, super violent um, podcast producer, and he ends up exsanguinating the show's host, who I guess is this, you know, who is, he's portrayed as this, this giant bully, just sort of a real creep himself. Anyway, he gets exsanguinated using these vintage Schaefer beer pull tabs, you know those rings that they used to have? Yes, from the old beer cans. Yeah. Okay. Well, Pretty I'm disturbing, ho- but uh, Kevin Smith was one of the judges, so he, he loved that one. So it kind of tilt, yeah, I could see... Uh like fan, it, was, it sounds like fanboy stuff. Yes, and, and, and this guy that wrote it, I do remember this. When they showed, when he, he he came to get his prize, and he was wearing this like size quad XL uh, hockey jersey. Uh huh. Yeah, for some team called oh, what was it called? It's called the Bayonne. I, oh, it was the Bayonne. I, you're going to have to bleep probably both parts of this word. The Bayonne, but. Yeah. Yeah, I did have to bleep both parts. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, but second place is no no, no shame in second place, especially when you consider how it's gone. Right. Yep. And 
So one of the perks of placing in this contest was that your screenplay got sent to these various movie studios and producers. And this guy, uh, Seth Goldstein at New Lionsgate, he read it and he fell in love with it. Okay. And then Seth ended up hooking me up with Kim Dennis at CAA. And before you knew it, Trash Talk was, was pretty much set up. Mm-hmm. So it was something, and believe me, I, I know this isn't usually how it goes. I, I, I think we've, you know, you've probably seen this. Uh, it's probably the ultimate cautionary tale of, of the film business, uh, a film called Overnight. Oh, yeah, yeah. The story of Troy Duffy, and, yes. and uh, who I think was a great musician, but but the film stuff, you know, he just, he, he, I don't think he had the temperament for it. Sure. I guess I, I don't know about his music uh, exactly, but well, I've heard some of it. I think it's great. Okay, well, you, to, to each his own with that stuff. I mean, that people like what they're gonna like, but I, I get it again. I love this movie you made. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank and, you. And there was such buzz on <clears throat> trash talk right. even before it came out last month that. Um, What's you must have been getting for for the first time in your career, like a lot of offers and things. Huh? Yes, I mean, imagine being a garbage man, you know, one day and then the next you're you're getting these these calls, and it, it was a double edged sword. I have to be honest. On the one hand, it was super exciting and flattering to find yourself a hot commodity. And on the other hand, you know, I was getting these offers to write on these projects that I, I honestly didn't have any connection to, mm. specifically in the the, the TV medium. Uh huh. Like TV, different TV shows. Yeah, and I'll tell you, that wasn't really a medium I, I really saw myself going in. I, I do like TV, but um, you know, I, I thought I would probably have more of a you know, c- continued success in the film world, but you know, I, I couldn't be too choosy because I only had one thing under my uh, under my belt, mm-hmm. and even though that was a hit, I couldn't really count on anything. Sure, I, I can see that you. Yeah, you kind of can't, you know, bank at all. Like you're you're still at the beginning. Exactly, and you know, I, I'm I'm not like Harvey Weinstein, you know, who can use his ultimate power and also his attractiveness to get what he wants. Uh huh. Well, I mean, I agree. Harvey Weinstein uh, gets what he wants because he's powerful. But I don't know if I'd exactly describe him as as using his attractiveness. I don't think he's particularly attractive. Well, I see some photos where he looks great. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I guess yeah. I might have missed those photos. Then, yeah. you know. Yeah, they're out there. I guess I gotta hit the hit the internet, huh? Like uh, oh, uh, Google Image, Google, Google, okay, Google Image. Um, not right now, though. No, of course I'm. I, I'm talking to you, Steve. I'm not going to do it. Can Can I ask? You mentioned all these TV things. Mm-hmm. Like what? What shows were you uh, contacted about uh, working on? Uh gosh, off the top of my head, uh, um, Tight Five, Brick Wall Warriors. What else? Uh, Brian. Uh, Die Laughing, Steve, um, a, a flair for middling, uh, Brad, Comedy Condo Nights, uh, what else? Mike's World, Ted, Jenny at the Mic, um, American Giggle Joe, that uh, that new Joe Mandy sitcom. So those are like all TV shows about stand-up comedy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, as we all know, 90% of all scripted entertainment is about stand-up comedians and, and the, the very intriguing world in which they live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you, I, I did give one show a shot. Oh, you actually did staff up on, on something? I did, what, yes. What, which, which show? Uh, Law and Order SDU. Uh-huh. I mean, that's a, that's a huge show. Law and Order SVU has been on for years and people, uh, it's got a real following. So congratulations on that. No, not SVU, STU. With Law and Order STU? Yes, yeah. What is, what is Law and Order STU? Law and Order Stand Up. Why? I I don't know. Law, I don't know anything about this. Can you tell me about Law and Order STU? Sure. Well, the the episode I wrote um, is called The Memo Was Murder. Okay. And I'll nutshell it for you if, if you'd like. Yeah, I'd love it. Okay, well, picture this. The detectives of Law and Order STU face their hardest case to date in this episode. Andy Kindler is doing stand-up uh, Thursday to Sunday at Boston Comedy. So basically he's, he's got one show Thursday, two Friday and Saturday, and then one show on Sunday. But on Saturday, yeah, he's nowhere to be found. Okay. Okay. So a server at the comedy club finds Kindler's body stuffed into the club's ice machine, which, of course, is located way too close to the stage for anyone's satisfaction especially when someone does that thing where they scoop out a bucket of ice mid-set. Very distracting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Kindler's head is also missing. Oh, okay. You know, and, and um, a piece of paper has been taped to his chest, and on, on, the, on the piece of paper it says, I got the memo. It's super gruesome. It's that super is, bloody. That's very gruesome, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's a big scramble to figure out who's behind this murder. And it's very hard to narrow down a suspect. The first suspect is Big J. Okerson. Okay. But he gets cleared when the STU team discovers that his fingerless gloves had no traces of blood on them. Okay. Okay. And then the focus drifts over to Louis C.K. Yeah. But Louis honestly didn't know who Andy Kindler was when they questioned him. And as a matter of fact, they gave him a lie detector test, and he gets the highest, most truthful score ever recorded in the history of any lie detecting machine when he says that he's never heard of Andy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, I wrote in this part that actually it didn't end up getting included. I I was kind of bummed out where um, someone... Someone in the morgue, he, um, he he stands behind the the headless torso, and and he starts doing this thing about how Jay Leno has a car that only runs on not touching his Tonight Show money, which I thought was really funny, but they didn't keep it in. Sure, sure, it's a, a, a cutting room floor. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the STU team uh, concentrates its investigation on this guy named Sal Volcano, and they're about to make an arrest, but then the lab determines that the memo taped to Andy's chest yeah. was written on the back of a torn Hot Pockets box, and I'll bet you know where this is going, right? I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay. 
Who gets arrested for it? Who's the murderer? That's right, Jim Gaffigan. Okay. That's who killed Andy Kindler. And Gaffigan gets sentenced to the electric chair. Yeah. And the final five minutes is the slow, heated death of Jim Gaffigan. It's sick. Wow. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I wrote in that Nick Cave's The Mercy Seat was to be played during the final scene, you know, d d during the climax there. Sure. But he wouldn't get permission, so they went with All Star by Smash Mouth. Yeah, well, that's a little bit of a tonal shift. A little different vibe, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think it worked. <laughs> Just that that's playing over the execution, the electric chair execution yeah. of Jim Gavigan Smash Mouth. Yeah, and at one point, that, that hulking singer for Smash Mouth, he, he, he kind of yeah. comes into frame and just, like, mouths uh, uh, a couple lines so from So he's at the execution. He's in it, yeah, yeah. So in the reality of the thing, they're playing Smash Mouth at the execution? Yes. So it's playing in the jail. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, so that, so what is, based on that, we're assuming that Jim Gaffigan's final wishes were to hear Smash Mouth? playing yes yeah well that is then i guess he could be capable of murder i think so right yeah, yeah. so that's it that's a that's a wild uh wild episode yeah but but you know i'll tell you at the end of the day i just wasn't feeling that world so i decided that i wasn't gonna i, I didn't want to work in tv anymore and you know like i said i'm just a simple jersey guy you know and that world it was a ma it was a matter of me being a, a a square peg in a round hole. Okay, sure. And but thankfully, New Lionsgate loved my new screenplay as much as Trash Talk. So I'm I'm, I'm rolling on that. Wow, that's very yeah. exciting. Um, yeah. so there's a new movie in the works, is what you're there saying? There is, yes. Can can you tell us anything about uh what this might be? Well, it's basically the continuation of the story of. Stevie, you know, who of course is the, the humble main character in, in Trash Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. That's very interesting to continue mm -hmm. it. Uh, do you have a name yet for it? Yes, uh, just a Jersey boy. Okay, that's the title. And yeah, because look, I I keep hammering this. I'm I'm still just a Jersey boy. You know, nothing special. It's the story of an every man that every man and woman and kid can relate to. Uh huh. Well, yeah. that's. That's great to hear. That's very exciting. Um, can you say what, like, us, give us a small taste, maybe, of what the screenplay is about for the next part of uh, Stevie's life? Well, I don't want to give away too much, but sure. let's let's just say that you're going to need earplugs to block out the tidal wave of laughter when Stevie gets into it with the studio heads during the table read for Stevie's new movie, All the Feels. Well, I, I'm I'm not I'm not sure what you're. I'm, I kind of don't follow what you're talking about. Okay, well, there's there's this one executive who's never thought that Sudeikis was right for the lead of Fields. Okay, so he really wants Will Forte, but Forte's in the middle of shooting Last Man, and Fox are being real pricks, and they are not going to budge on scheduling, and it's a total cluster f. Oh, okay. Anywho, Stevie ends up humiliating the executive by saying. You know, if my Nielsen's were as bad as yours when I was VP of programming at ABC, I'd have a flagrant Coke problem, too. And, and then, get this, Stevie says, 
You must have some kind of incriminating photos of Giannopoulos doing God knows what because everybody in this room knows that you had no business whatsoever in the film industry. And that's Jim Giannopoulos, the head of Paramount? Yeah. Okay. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Well, I thought the new movie was about the continuation of the story of the humble garbage man just trying to keep his head above water. It is. Only, you know, he's, he's... Now, now he's just doing that while fully ensconced in the doggy dog world of A-list Hollywood power players. Uh, okay, so but that's so far from the original story. Oh, oh I wouldn't say that. I, you know, there are so many things in this story that that everybody can identify with and everybody can relate to. Like, like what? Well, for instance, there's this this scene where Stevie's in Maui with Charlie Kaufman. And they're discussing whether or not Stevie needs to hang a lantern in this one scene. And I'll tell you, this one scene... I, 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 let me just say, for people who who aren't screenwriters, hanging a lantern means to just put over like an overemphasis on a certain plot detail that you want the audience to remember for later hey, in the... Uh, hey, thing. Sid Field, put, uh, put Tom back on. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, all right. <laughs> Sid Field. So your Sid Field is a guy who wrote this screenplay book, the foundations of screenplay, the foundations of screenwriting, which people consider the definitive screenwriting book of its time. So that's all right. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. How about this other scene? Uh, all right, and, and in this scene, you're going to love this. Stevie's having dinner with the studio head, and he's also also at their table is superstar actor, writer, director James Franco, and person of indeterminable note, uh, Kelly Oxford, and, and they're at the Palm, and the studio head out of nowhere says he wants Franco to play the main character's brother, and he wants him in almost every scene. And Stevie is livid, because there's never been a brother in, in this entire script, in, in, in every page you know, it's all the feels is a pretty long movie, and there's never been a mention of a brother. So, Stevie takes the knife he's been using to cut his grass-fed, shade-born, bone-in Montana raised veal cutlet, and he holds it to the guy's throat, and he says, "Look, this is not, and has never been a two-hander. And if you okay, think that okay, I'm just, going to, let me just say again, for." People who aren't screenwriters, uh, again, you're using terminology. A two-hander is like a movie that, or a TV show that's two, two main characters kind of carry the whole thing and play off each other the whole time. Are you going to interrupt me the entire time? Well, you're using term, this is not a showbiz thing here, and the audience, I'm just trying to keep people so they know what we're... Okay. Here's when people are, a, a, a child will, will get, okay? All right, there's this really intense scene where Stevie's at this party at DiCaprio's private Vietnamese island, and he's getting these frantic messages from Hollywood asking him you know, to come up with some sort of exciting something to just up the excitement level, like a car chase or a bomb explosion. And Stevie's livid, and he smashes this champagne goblet that he's got, and he says... Look, you bastards! I'm not Joel Silver here! Oh. 
And again, Joel Silver is a movie producer, produced a lot of action movies, and he always had this thing where every 10 minutes you have to have some major action scene or sex scene in every 10 pages. So Everyone knows the 10-page rule. No, everybody doesn't know the 10-page rule, Steve. Huh. You know, um, I got to say... You maybe you should change the name, uh, the title of this one from was it just a Jersey boy? Why don't you try like now I'm a Hollywood man? That's ludicrous, Tom. Oh, it reminds me, I'm having brunch with Ludicrous and Seth Rogen on Saturday. Oh, okay, gotta pick up some uh, some what shard they love it's weird they love swiss shard i didn't even know what it was until i met those guys yes and then now you're just probably knees deep in in swiss shard i'm knee deep in something else too no i gotta okay well look next thing you're gonna say is that no one can relate to this this scene where speedy leaves his wife and kids for the 28 year old lead actress of all the fields uh-huh okay now that is actually something that actually happens in in uh you know we hear the story a lot unfortunately about the middle-aged guy leaving his wife and kids for a woman that's like half his age hey you make it sound sleazy tom you know maybe they're really in love ever think about that wait are you oh please don't tell me that this is the what's actually happening to you in real life steve look it's nothing like they're reporting on TMZ, okay? For whatever reason, I don't know what it is. Harvey has had it in for me since I got out here. And I'll tell you, mark my words, I'm going to sue the porno arms right off that MF. Hold on a second. What are you doing? I'm, I'm over at TMZ. Uh, what? Oh, come on. Oh my God! You, no, says, you don't need to read that. Because you that, left your that, wife that, of that's, that, that's the fake 25 news. years. For Catelyn Mooney, Caitlin Mooney? Catelyn! Catelyn Mooney, the star of the Gung Ho movies? <clears throat> and, okay, here's a, here's another shocker. It says she's pregnant. S- Steve? Mm-hmm? Can I ask how old you are? I'm 53. Why? Uh-huh. And you're 53, she's 28? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Look, I know what you're thinking. He's already spent the last 18 years helping raise three teenage sons. Is this guy prepared to be at the beck and call of a food allergy riddled 13 year old at age 66? Well, Tom, yes. Yes, I am. And I'll tell you what else, I'm positively giddy about it. Uh huh. Are you really, really positively giddy about it? Yeah. And look, regarding my energy, uh-huh. I'll tell you one thing. I'll have plenty of energy as long as they're still making pharmaceutical-grade krill. As, soon as, as long as they're making pharmaceutical-grade krill. So you're doing cocaine, you're 53, and you're doing cocaine. Hey, don't knock it. It helps me stay up late storyboarding this new Katy Perry Bruno Mars video that I'm writing and directing. Uh-huh. So you're writing and directing a, a Katy Perry Bruno Mars video? I am, yeah, yeah. Um, it's this new song that they've just done. It hasn't really come out yet. It's it's called This is the Greatest Night of My Badass Life. 
Okay. It's one of those songs that you hear all the time now on the radio where the singer sounds like they're trying to convince themselves that they're powerful and that they're having the time of their life, even though you can totally feel that they hate themselves and want to jump off a bridge. Sure. You wear... Yeah, songs... There seems to be a fair amount of songs about just like... I'm gonna do it tonight! You know, stuff like that. Yeah, like like motivational party songs. That's like the top 40 now. I, I go to the gym, and it's like it's all these songs telling me what to do. And that just, yeah, just like having a good time. Yes. I get, you know, I guess if, if people are want to have a good time, maybe that's what helps them have a good time. Then a song like that kind of guides them. Just don't like being told to have a good time. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Sure, I, I I I get you with that. Like, remember that song, "Pass the Duchy" on the right hand side, on the left hand side? Yeah. I wanted to pass it on the right hand side. <laughs> I felt ashamed. Uh huh. That you didn't get to pass the Duchy on your side. Yeah, and I should note that the Duchy was my. You probably had to bleep that. I out, definitely you? had to bleep that. Okay. Out, yes. Well. Oh, you know what though. Getting back to you know my my career, um, I haven't completely shut the door on TV. Okay, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you. Why? Why is that? Well, newsflash: I'm currently in talks with the Shout Network about a very exciting new show. Okay, what what is this new show? All right, it's called the Jersey Ape Monster. Uh huh. Jersey yeah. Ape Monster. What is yeah. that? Is that like a like a? It sounds like a. Stranger Things kind of show. Absolutely, but even cooler, even scarier, and weirder. Okay, all right. This is this is uh, actually uh, up my alley. It's right up your alley. I I second that, and I'll tell you, I'm doing research on it right now, and your input would be indispensable. Okay, like what? Well, I'll I'd love to help. All right. Well, um, all right. The, the first question I have is. When the staff at McDonald's sees you lumbering in at 10 a.m. in your dirty sweatpants, your your filthy Crocs, and that rat T-shirt, do they already have your 10 Egg McMuffins ready, or do you have to grunt the order at them? Uh, okay. Um, so this is for me to answer. Yes, yeah. Uh, I generally don't eat Egg McMuffins, and if I actually was eating an Egg McMuffin, I wouldn't need to eat 10 of them. I would eat an Egg McMuffin. Um all right. Yeah. So, um, um, at what point does one of the staff yell, "It's here! Whose turn is it to spread hay under its table?" It's t- okay. So I'm in it now, and you're putting hay under the table because I'm assuming I'm making such a. Well, you do your du- your duties there too. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Oh, speaking of. Yeah. Third, third question. In your day job as a sewer skimmer, um, separating the floating filth from the regular filth, uh-huh. I was curious. Okay. I'm not, I'm, I don't work as a sewer skimmer separating what? Floating filth? From the regular yeah, filth. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's even a job, a sewer skimmer. I do no, I have a vivid memory of you uh, of you saying that you work at the Newbridge Sewer Treatment Center. I, I, like a lot, you say it all the time. Oh yeah, well, I, I Steve, I gotta say, this clearly this Jersey Ape thing is based on me. You know, you're you're trying to ask me questions. 
It's it's based on me. And also, on a sidebar there, I gotta say, oh, I you're like, oh, I listen to all the episodes. I listen to all the, ep-. and then you, you think I work at a sewer treatment center? You know? Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, I know you said oh, that. But I've okay, heard well, all the like, episodes. Let's talk pizza shops and stuff. Uh huh. No, let's not talk pizza shops and stuff. Kevin Smith? No, let's go. Okay. No, I'm not talking Kevin Smith or pizza shops or candy bars or I don't want to talk. Big Dipper? I don't want to talk about Big Dipper or your dumb. You know what? I got to just say the other thing that's bugging me, Steve, is this whole I'm just a Jersey guy routine. I am! And you're, meanwhile, you're the biggest Hollywood sleaze cliche I've ever heard. What? You've gotta be kidding me! Yeah, no, you, you don't think so? The stuff you're talking about Swiss chard with ludicrous, and then you're, you're- Seth Rogen too. And what? Seth Rogen too. And Seth Rogen. Oh, yes, how, yeah. how could I forget? See, you're just validating what I said, you know? You're, you're just, you've turned into a complete, it took you one movie to turn into a complete cliche from where you started off, where you, you wrote about what you knew, and then suddenly now you don't know anything, anything other than this trash you're talking about. So that's all you write about, and I guess it's all you're gonna write about. Hey. Crack the good book much? It doesn't sound like you do. Oh, the good. So yeah, yeah. I think if you're open to, uh, actually, I, I don't know the exact, the exact location uh-huh. of this, but uh, you know, it's the thing that Jesus said. All right. Well, can you even name one book in the? First of all, okay, I'll say this. Yeah, I said... yeah Egyptians. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this this thing is from Egyptians, like ten. Uh, I'm gonna say this. Uh, uh, Egyptians 420. That's what it is. You don't 420 Egyptians yeah. 4. Yeah. Okay. You got your dumb reference. I'm gonna say this. You probably call it the good book. Do you even know what the book is actually called? Not just the good book? Yeah, church book. Church book. It is. Okay. You got me. Big black church book with the red uh, pages. No, that's not what the... It's not called the big black church book with the... It's called the the Holy Bible. What? I've done my research now. I've done my holy research now. You do... You You don't know what you're talking about. Look... Like Jesus said, you have, you cannot judge a player until you've driven a hundred miles in his Tesla. What? It's, I don't even know what to make of that. Well, I want to tell you there, son. Oh, no. What is, what is that? Oh, oh, no. Crap. What? just collided with Grohl's submarine. With Grohl, Dave Grohl? Yes. Dave Grohl has a submarine? Are you kidding? All the foos have subs. Okay. Yeah. They're actually opening a sandwich chain called Foo Subs. It's pretty good. They the, scoop out the dough, unlike, unlike Subway. So, you know, on Subway, like, it's a lot of just, it's a lot of that bread, and you wish that it was more crust and more filling in there. They scoop the uh, the meat out there, the, the guts of the bread. They scoop out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that sounds like uh, very interesting. That you and your friends in the Foo Fighters uh, talk about sandwiches. Yeah, we do. Oh yeah. man. You know. So so you're you're in a thing, but your yacht. I mean, are you actually okay? 
No, this thing's going down really fast. Really? Yeah. Well, I got to look. All of our disagreements aside, Steve, that's horrible. Oh, stop with the waterworks, Jannies. <laughs> I, I called my other yacht, and uh, it'll be here in about ten minutes. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. good. Your your other yacht. Yeah. Yeah. But the bummer right. of this is that the uh, the S and M dungeon on the other yacht doesn't have the harnesses that I I enjoy, oh. like the one on on this one. Yeah. So it's a, it's a trade off, I guess. Oh well, you know, at least we got all the sex slaves. Uh, I I mean the guests up to the the deck. Hold so on. What did you fine. just say? You said you got Pardon all this. Me? You said you got the sex slaves. Up what on are you talking about? Hey, keep that sewer clean, Tim. There you go. They all turn phony. Hollywood sleaze, man. Straight up Hollywood sleaze. You know which band were not Hollywood sleazes? You know what band? They were not Hollywood sleazes. Well, I'm going to play something from them. They were a band called Royal Trucks. They were not Hollywood sleazes. They were rock stars. And they did it. And we're going to hear what they did. Royal Trucks. Royal Trucks. How about that? You like that, Mike? It's got rock guitars on it. The flag from their hit album, Cats and Dogs. As always, when it's Royal Trucks, it's on Drag City. Can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with it. You know what else you can't go wrong with? Can't go wrong with Mm, what can't you go wrong with? I'll tell you what you can't go wrong with. My friend, Julie Klausner, can't go wrong with that. Hi. That one. Pull it down. Pull oh, up. boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. How are you? I'm okay. You're all well, right? I mean, honestly? Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't I know it. Yeah, right? Right? Mutter, mutter, mutter. I know. Popeye. Yeah. Remember when Popeye muttered? He was like, mm-hmm. "He was complaining about spinach." We, you know, he was ex- he was complaining that there wasn't enough spinach. Really, a spinach shortage in that weird well, boat town. <laughs> I saw that movie again recently, and that whole opening number is about like I didn't really quite get what the game was, mm-hmm. except for this town is weird. Yeah. Like that, basically, that song could have been called "This Town Is Weird." I haven't seen that movie since you quit cocaine. Since I quit coke, I can't go people, places, and things. I can't go back. It'll send me on a spiral. Yeah, another Popeye cocaine <laughs> tear. It. Uh, I just go right to the middle 
period of mid period Robert Altman films. Yeah, where you're like, these are good. Yeah, these are good. I'm going to tell all my friends these are good. Have you ever watched? Come back to the five and dime, <laughs> Jimmy Dean. No, I mean, like really while seen while it. you're tooted up. Yeah, have you ever really seen it? Popeye. Um, we had a prop woman the second prop season eye. of. We we had Popeye was our prop woman uh-huh. the second season of mm-hmm. Difficult People, and she yeah. would talk to herself constantly, like under her breath. Like there was a scene where I was eating a sundae, mm-hmm. and in between takes, she'd have to like put more whipped cream on it, mm-hmm. so she'd come in and take it, and then she'd go, "Gotta beef up that sundae." Ooh, gotta beef up the sundae. <laughs> put a little, little sprinkles on it. Put some beef up. Gets to beef up the wrinkles. Put some. Put some ready whip. Cherries. Put it up. 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 Put now, I've yeah, heard this. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, the movie Punch yeah, Drunk Love? Yeah. Have you ever heard this theory? Okay. That that movie is is Popeye. Oh, how so? Because he's wearing... Oh, boy. She's dressed in red. Uh, right? Okay. And he eats this... Pudding? Instead of spinach, he eats pudding. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And then he, like... Who's Bluto? Smigel? No, it'd be... Uh, what's his face? Uh... Philip Seymour oh, Hoffman. P- yeah. Yeah. PSH. Because somebody said that it's like, he, it's like, because the music's in it too. Well, yeah. But, but that was when like Paul Thomas Anderson was like concerned that a couple people didn't know that he was influenced by Altman. That to make a, to put the thing in. Yeah. There. Yeah. That was him just being like staying up all night. I'm not going to say Why? You know, like watching old business. movies, maybe. Yeah, maybe right. he likes watching. Maybe old he movies. likes watching old movies, such as the tale of the ski trip. Look, you <laughs> go down this road. <laughs> go down these rails. You're like, listen, and he was like, maybe people don't know that Altman is my influence. But after Magnolia, how can anybody be like, I wonder if this guy ever saw a Robert Altman movie? Shortcuts. Yeah. With earthquakes instead of frogs. Isn't it funny that it's called Shortcuts? <laughs> right? And it's long. <laughs> what was the long cut? Yeah. If this is the shortcut, <laughs> the, I think I'll... The director's cut. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the director's... Sounds like they didn't cut. <laughs> and shortcuts. I remember seeing Shortcuts, it's like... Uh, Huey Lewis is camping? Yes, Huey what Lewis. Am I, what am I watching here? <laughs> Come back to the campground, Huey Lewis, Huey yeah. Lewis. Can you imagine the news when they find out? <laughs> so anyway, like him having to like explain to these guys. like To the news. Like the guy's done a whole lot of movies. Like he did MASH, not the TV no, show. No, the TV Clinger? show? <laughs> no, Klinger's not in the movie of oh. the thing. But uh, Radar oh. is the one guy who actually was in both. Gary Berghoff was... You think Huey Lewis is going that deep? to the news that one guy, because it was like, and they're just, he's like, so I'm going to be in this guy's movie. And they're like, well, 
Oh, cool, we're going to be in a movie. Right, like in Back to the Future? Yeah. They're like, well, wh- when do we show up? And When do we like, report to the clock tower? Look, let me talk to Robert about this. Like, he really doesn't like the news. <laughs> it's not me. I got to break the news to the news. Yeah. Like, Huey goes back to Robert Altman, and it's just like, are there any parts for five other guys? <laughs> Can they be guys like... Like at Griffith Park that were affected by the earthquake in some way. That one hoodlum in the news. Remember the bass player looked like a like a hoodlum. He was like a greaser. Uh huh. I'm gonna pull up a picture of this hoodlum from the. It's funny that Huey Lewis didn't change his name when he was a film actor. The way Meatloaf changed it to Meatloaf a day. Yeah. Keeps the casting director at yeah. bay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Keeps the audience away. <laughs> Meatloaf Meat a, day. a day. <laughs> but Huey Lewis didn't change it to like Hugh Lewis or something. Yes, it wasn't Hubert Lewis. <laughs> Dr. Hubert Lewis. N, like the letter N, and then Denuz. <laughs> Hubert, Hubert and Denuz. Denuz. Yeah, De Niro Denuz. Let's see. This one, look at this hoodlum. Let me see. Look at this guy. Is he a greaser? Look at this guy. Oh my God! He looked like Stiv Bader's. Imagine him showing up to the to the shortcuts <laughs> casting, right? You see this guy, Mike? Look, uh, search uh, Huey Lewis bassist. Tell me if you've seen this guy at masses. 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 And by the way, masses fans and AP Mike fans. APMike.bandcamp.com. What do you get there? What what don't you get there is what you should probably ask yourself. They have masses, shirts, headshots, <sighs> Mike's music. He's working on a calendar. What if we a just... A 2018 have calendar. Have you ever just like wanted to drive your car right into the Hudson River? <laughs> oh, yeah, I tell you. Sometimes <laughs> I just think about the idea that I'm going to... Uh, that six months from now, I'm going to... Get out a thumbtack and <laughs> stick up, stick an AP Mike calendar up on the wall yep. and look at it all year. <laughs> yeah, it's a little hard sometimes yeah. <laughs> to, to, to go on when you think about. You're like, well, maybe 2018 will be better. And then you think 2018 and then you think calendar. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be right here, isn't it? Oh, it'll be right there. Yeah. Got to hang the AP Mike calendar. Right. Popeye's Gotta like, get the continuity in the. Ugh. Ugh. And for the subtext, <laughs> have you seen people kill their the wool? She would also, Popeye would also talk under her breath about, like, you know, Arthur would be cooking or whatever and mm-hmm. th- there were no carrots out. And mm-hmm. so she'd be like, carrots are in the fridge. Like, she just decided that that's why there were no carrots on the counter. She'd be like, well, the carrots are in the fridge. So, uh, you know. Carrots on the counter. It's like you chop them up for stew. Because Arthur, he looks a cook on the show. And of course, you're talking about difficult people. Now get this, everyone. Get it. You say to yourself, what's the best show on TV? This Stranger Things. No, it's not Stranger Things. Barb got... Ugh. Barb. You she got hate, nominated for... I love how much you hate Barb. I love she got how nominated much, for an Emmy. It's just to me. so funny to me how much you Apex. think Barb sucks. 
because she it's got like, she got herself killed. She yeah, she couldn't even sit on a diving board. <laughs> Her one friend is like uh, a, 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 a blocker. Mm-hmm. She's blocking her friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she goes and sits on a diving board, moping around, and then suddenly gets dragged into the upside down. Which I think is a good lesson for mopers. Because yeah. I think that's important that people need to know that when you sulk, nothing good comes of it. No one yeah. notices you and gives you what you want. An yes. alien comes and messes up. That's what happened to her, right? I don't know. I think an alien, the Demogorgon. Who's half watching, to be honest with you? <laughs> So she went and she hung out around a pool. Yeah. If I'm supposed to follow the logic of Stranger Things, there's pool monsters, <laughs> or there's like a pool, a doorway for the pool. Uh huh. Pool door. And then the he's looking up. He's like, <laughs> he sees like Barb's feet, and he's like, reaches up like, boop, and pulls her. Down into the uh-huh. upside down, yeah, and then kills her. Sure, but then the other kid is running around. Mm-hmm. He gets away from this monster. How? He just was. He, was, he, was, he don't dangle his feet. He was like crafty. Uh huh. He was like like in uh, meatballs. Right. Woody the Wabbit. <laughs> he was fast. He was little. He ran. Okay. The Demi Gorgon couldn't catch him. The Demi Gorgon. So then. Winona Ryder ties a rope around her. Uh-huh. Around herself. Around herself. Climbs into a tree door. Right. Goes in with the gun or uh-huh. whatever, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Am I getting this right? Sure. I actually am. That's the most upsetting part of this. I think it's I'm not like far off. A year and a half. It ago. seems like I watched that yeah. thirty years ago. Yeah. And it was on yeah, it was on last, summer, last right? July. Right. Is when that thing started. It seemed like it was so long ago. Yeah. So then they drag, they find the little kid, then they find, like, Barb's dead there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good. And then they get the kid out, but then the kid's got the the the, the, uh, the, the spores coming out of his mouth at the end. Oh, that was a bummer. Well, you got to have uh, season two. Ooh. Even Stranger Things, it's called, I think? It's called Even Stranger Things. I own the... I own... I think I own evenstrangerthings.net. Is that <laughs> Don't I? Evenstranger.things. I just remember Winona Ryder, like, starting at an 11 without her acting, and you're just like, you're not going to go. What you, what's going to happen when you find out your kid's missing? And yeah. then what's going to happen when you find out there's aliens? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really do own Yeah, that. I know. Go to why, why is it snowing? Because that's the spores. Okay. This one takes place in winter. Go to even stranger things. <laughs> yeah, those are two <laughs> different answers. Well, the spores come out in winter. Even StrangerThings.net. <laughs> Go there. And I did that with, uh, did I do that with, uh, what was that website I used to, I don't even know, Squarespace? Mm-hmm. Sure. So whether you need a landing page or a... <sighs> uh, whether you need a landing page or a, be- a beautiful blue apron, do you have 25 hours to yeah. <laughs> chop a carrot? Yes. Hey. Hey, idiot. Would you like to, what what are you doing from four PM till ten PM? How how about and you could think eating? Close. Yeah. No. Would you Yes. <laughs> hey, would you like to eat dinner at eleven o'clock but start making it at three thirty in the afternoon? Well have we got the thing for you. Yeah. 
it's, and it'll be it's the busy work two portions food. Yeah. no leftovers <laughs> you're gonna be just a little bit hungry after you finally finish eating this stuff not super hungry right slightly hungry got you good, wish gotten good news here's a pepper just yeah. make it chop this pepper up in its own and then package. come to me when you're done it's like it's like study hall yeah did you finish that all right, well, here's another thing to do. Yeah. You idiot. Look, I feel so bad. My poor wife would do this <laughs> thing, and she would, she'd be making this thing. She's open. First of all, there's like 40 pounds of plastic in this thing, because like there's a... It's, whole, not, gr- it's not green apron, no, my friend. No, it was not green apron. It's not green apron. It had a, a bag with the, the salt Asbestos. in it. It was like, like you open it, and it's just like, like, oh, they had to put salt separately in a little, it's oh, really? little bag. It's like, there's no Might paper. It's like I've, silica gel, like when they put it with electronics. Maybe we were eating silica gel. <laughs> Boing. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, when they say do not eat on this, that's, um, they're just saying that because they want more of it. <laughs> well, I think right? it's like, well, why did you bring it up unless... Yeah. You're trying to save some for yourself yeah. because you know how delicious it is. Exactly. Ooh, the silica gel. Ooh, if you right? put it in the litter box. Ooh, I think I'll put the silica gel Julie. on Julie's Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> beef it up. You beef it up. Mix the silica gel with the rainbow sprinkles. And the <laughs> see, see how she reacts and uh, see how she, she breathing. treats the next yeah. prop master. Uh, Julie, stop breathing. <laughs> Star of the show was... Uh, Point to get her throat. <laughs> She's silent screaming, trying to. Well, you know my thing about about how I just don't like listening to podcast hosts describe food because mm-hmm. it's like yeah. it's for me it's bad enough when like a waiter talks about the specials. It's like nothing's more embarrassing to mm-hmm. me. The word, yeah. There, there's this. The, the, so yeah. Try to make it sound like. The, like the, not just delicious, but like delectable, yeah, which is nauseating. But meanwhile, it's all leftovers, it's stuff that's going <laughs> bad as they're reading it, <laughs> that they have. They're praying. They have to they're praying you order the special because the, they're going to throw it out for the two raccoons. Hours. Yeah, before the raccoons feast. Yeah, the raccoons are the ones listening to the specials, and they've got their bibs yes. tucked into their like. We have a lamb shank <gasps> with a. And, and jelly glaze. And they, they bite their long nails. They go. Yeah, the rats. It's like ratatouille. Trash pandas. Trash pandas. Because I ate last week at this place, and I said to the guy, like, I need, to, I just know what I want. And the guys basically said, like, I have to read the specials. Oh, Jesus. And then when you go to this, this cheesecake factory, they used to have this <laughs> thing where they're just like, we have to tell you the special cheesecake of the week or whatever, or we can try. We have to say, so, who's got room for cheesecake? Yeah. We have a very exciting uh, cheesecake we want to tell you about. Uh, I want to tell you about velvet. this cheesecake before I lose my job. Yeah, please just. Nothing, just please let me tell you about this red velvet. And we don't need any cheese. Please just shut just up. Just shut, just shut up. Just let me say this Shut up and let cheesecake. me feed my family. I just. Not what you're, not the garbage you're eating. It's over there. Look, he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. They hear. Just let me finish talking about this cheesecake. What's his worst? Do you have room for dessert, or can I tempt you with dessert? Tempt. Yeah. I think tempt. Yeah. Because it's like... May I May I tempt, sir? Yeah. Sir? 
So what did you say? Which one was it? Do you have room for dessert? Yes, which I also think is pretty gross. It's like the contents of my stomach. Or I mean, I know they're your business. Discussion, yeah. Because we're in this like it's a transaction. What if I said snappy comebacks (laughs) for stupid questions? Yeah, if I said I actually don't have room, but hold on, I'm going to go make myself throw up. (laughs) (laughs) That dessert sounds delicious. I'm pretty full from the meal I had. I'm going to go make myself throw up, and I'd like one of those, please. Listen, I'm going to go over there. You're going to go over there. Yeah. When we come back, I'm going to have room for dessert, and you're going to have a dessert for me. And you're going to have to probably do some cleaning in the bathroom. (laughs) You might not like that part of the transaction here. It's uh, Tempt away, my friend. Can I tempt you with some flourless... What's wrong? What happened to flower? You can't have a flower. flower you don't like a, I like a flourful cake. Would you like some... We have a flourless chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, mmm. Like people, like when they're saying that and people around the table make eye contact and they go, mmm. Yeah. Mmm. So it's either the flourless chocolate cake or a, or a, a, a fruit tart. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. go puke my guts yeah, out. I think I'm going to get back. a Snickers bar across the street. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the gas station and get a yes, exactly. get a bag of Skittles for my yeah. dessert. Yeah. Can I tempt that... you with a gas station bag of Skittles? Yeah. I hope you have room <laughs> for a Milky Way because that, that I got back on Halloween. Because there's a Sunoco. I have these left over from Halloween. Don't get a lot of trick or treaters <laughs> in my building anymore. Uh, long story short. Long story short, the landlord a... is really. Making it hard to, ha- to raise a family in this uh, building. Yeah. So it's a lot can of professional. I bring home three dates. They disappeared all of a sudden. So can I tempt you with a fun-size <laughs> Milky Way? From my pocket? Yeah, it's $11. <laughs> Just pick. It's not on the menu. You can't put that on your card. <laughs> it's not on the menu. <laughs> on the menu, I'm yeah, selling this off. off. This is my menu. And then the, it's like, the server it's like you like, seem to be so concerned with getting... Fired a minute ago when you made when you were like just let me read the specials because yeah. my boss is looking at me. Yeah, and now you're emptying your pockets and right selling yeah. whatever in them. You have you have an alternate menu that you wrote out on <laughs> <laughs> that clearly is not affiliated with this restaurant. Right. I also have uh, other things for sale. You look like what a medium. <laughs> you wear a medium ball cap. Yeah. So we have. Uh, I have ball caps in the, <laughs> my trunk. In my trunk. What what teams do you like? You know, Orlando Magic. You look like an Orlando Magic fan. I used to work at a Lids. <laughs> at the, didn't we have? Didn't we have a Lids there story was a thing. at one point? Because for the show Difficult People, which is the hit show on Hulu, which comes <laughs> back for its third. It's a hit for at least 30 people, but they've got great taste, these 30 people. The greatest season of the show yet is about to happen in August. That's happening. And I had the privilege. Honor. Honor. Honor and privilege. I was blessed (laughs) to have written on the show. Yes. And there was a point where... (laughs) We had Billy work at Lids. Billy worked at Lids. At LaGuardia. Yeah. And that didn't, um, oddly enough, that didn't have, uh, legs. Yeah. Either that or we couldn't shoot at LaGuardia. I don't remember which, but. Probably both. <laughs> <laughs> like LaGuardia seems like they'd just be like, 
What? No. Or, or they would just be like, look, <laughs> just buy a ticket for somewhere. Yeah, buy a ticket. Buy a, buy a ticket, and you can like just film whatever you want. You just you got six. If you buy a ticket, you can hang out all day <laughs> and shoot whatever you need to shoot. Everybody's got to buy a ticket, though. Yeah, and it's like a cover charge. <laughs> it's the new. It's the new way that the mayor feels. De Blasio feels more comfortable this way, like charging a cover before he gives a permit. A permit for filming, mm-hmm. so everybody goes into LaGuardia and they're just like, "Yes, we'd like uh, forty <laughs> One-way tickets from LaGuardia to Newark Airport? Yes, for the cast of Younger. Yes, it's a three-minute flight. The cast of Younger is doing the scene. Younger! At the, at the, what is that place called? Like, um, Chibo or something? What are those, like, fans? Like, the place where you buy a pack of gum that's, like, $6 instead of... Oh, not Tudson News. At the airport? Yeah, like, the, it's, like, white with, um... It's like a word for food. The place that has, like... Even less options. Where you're just like, you know how there used to be not a whole lot of options? We have less options. Yes, and yes. it's more, everything's it's more, more expensive. expensive. You could get like three malted milk balls in this little white box. Yeah. For $12.99. We're selling things that are weirdly hard to eat on the go <laughs> at an airport. For the price of a pair of earbuds. Yeah. That you get to carry onto the plane <laughs> and eat a weird. Like an animal. Weird sandwich. Like, <sighs> I'm going to eat my food now. Is that cool if I eat my food? <laughs> Before takeoff, like it's like I appreciate the person that eats all their popcorn before the movie starts. That's my kind of person. I I, I like someone who doesn't have self control mm-hmm. with food in certain situations, and that's one of them. I think I find that endearing. But if you wow. have to eat your sandwich before like before the, flight, the flight, yeah, that's not like before the movie. No, oh, it's before the movie, before we can watch the movies on the screen. Oh, on, on the, the in-flight movie. The in-flight entertainment? Yeah. What's the worst movie you've ever seen on a plane? Oh, I can answer this one very definitively. <laughs> I flew to Los Angeles on an airline called Tower Air, and they had three, three, I'll let your phone ring, by What's the way. What's going on out there? Is that the I don't know, someone's man? doing a different show out there. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that sounds like a good show. Yeah. Well, at least you do the, at least the people you work with here respect you. Yeah. Why don't you turn your ringer up a little louder? <laughs> With that, uh-huh. I don't mean pizza. the pizzas. It better, okay. it better be. Okay, there you better. Uh, I'm gonna say this first of all. There better be some left over when we get out there for it. If I get out there and it was like last week where there were two slices left, and they were weird, they looked weirdly touched. I couldn't figure <laughs> out. They looked interfered with. You dusted them for fingerprints. Yeah. And the, the mic, I think he almost did something to him. Like what? So. Go get the pizza, please. Of course. So what so, was the movie? This airline, Tower Air, defunct airline. <laughs> Which I think Tom Hanks' son made a documentary about, didn't they? Tower Air? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the defunct Tower Air. <laughs> it was called All Things Must Fly, right? Yes, it was him. Yeah. It was Colin Hanks. Yep. Going <laughs> with his arms as like, I'm, I'm an airplane. airplane. <laughs> And then Rita Wilson going, good job. Good job, yeah. dear. <laughs> and he, he yelled at me once on Twitter when I made Colin fun Hanks? of... Colin Hanks? Colin Hanks when I made fun of uh, the guy, Andy Serkis, the guy yeah. who puts the, the tennis ball outfit on, <laughs> or the ping pong ball yes. thing I made fun of. I was just like... What do you say? Why does everybody say this guy's an actor with this thing? <laughs> he plays a monkey and everything. And he's like... 
He's just like, ooh, ooh. Like, I couldn't do that. <laughs> Go get me one of those things. I'll be on set like, ooh, 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 stomping around like a monkey. Ooh, ooh. What and then he's, like, then he's like, then he's like, Lord of the Rings. Blah. So he moves his hands like, blah, like that. I could do that. He was just like, hey, I was in King Kong with him and he was great or something. Oh. So I was just like, okay. Uh, uh, like, All right, I'll spot you uh, that. I've uh, never worked with Andy Serkis. Grovel. Yeah, exactly. You win that. Seems like a nice enough guy. I I, I can't believe. Yeah. Seems Colin like Hanks a nice really guy. Put you took, in your me, took me took me to the to the he gave me what fur. He threw himself in front of Andy. He he was Andy Serkis's human shield. For the movie, for <laughs> King Kong. Yeah, he had a, he had a a costume with even more ping pong balls on it. <laughs> that means that you're playing something that's slightly more dense to animate. Where they really need to get the motion down. Yeah. Yeah. You. you the more tennis ball. The more ping pong balls you have. The, if you have a tennis ball on you, you're really serious. Oh yeah. Well, it's usually a stick with a tennis ball on a. <laughs> The that way, you're supposed to like look at like way, it's a, you suddenly become a cat. The way that a, you throw a ball at a dog that you don't want to get slobber on your hands yeah, and you're like, so you what are you the, doing hanging out with a dog anyway that you don't want to touch the ball? Yeah. You got a dog. Look, it's a ball thrower. What? I got my dog, good and poochy. This dog picks up her stuffed animal, has it in her Aww. mouth. She's running around with it. Then she walks over to me. And smushes it, this wet thing on my arm. Like it's to her, she knows it's the funniest thing ever to just drop. Like once it's like thoroughly Soggy. slobbered on, it's like she just goes. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like surprise. Of yeah. So Tower so, Air. Yeah, so what movie? They was have, it? Oh, by the three, way, they, was they, it a community experience or was it you could yes, choose? Community your, experience. Okay. Three. They had three. Uh, airports they flew out of Los Angeles. Well, by all means, drop uh, <laughs> out there. This is, I feel like somebody's going to play uh, You May Be Right next, Billy Joel. This is... So they went to LaGuardia, yeah. Los Angeles, yeah. and Jerusalem. <laughs> it was like three, three, uh, Jew, so, Jew laden. So pretty much your options were pretty limited on Tower Air. I get on the plane going from LaGuardia to Jerusalem. Jerusalem? Of I was going back to Jerusalem. You had to put a note in the wailing wall. I, yes, I had to put a note apologizing for making fun of Andy Serkis <laughs> into the wailing wall. And I was going to Los Angeles and the movie they showed was Let's go. 12 Angry Men. No. Starring Tony Danza. Oh! The remake of 12 Angry Men, which was like a Showtime <laughs> production. And this is like Showtime a while ago. This is not, this is not. Shameless. This is not shameless. Yeah. This is not. Masters of, of, of not none. Yeah. But some sex. Yes. It was not that. This was, this was. The era of Showtime where it would be like Super Dave or whatever they did then. So, um, remember Super Dave? Do your impression. Larry! Larry! Larry, You idiot! Little orphan. If you think you're gonna get me. (laughs) So, we watched on the flight 
Twelve Angry Men starring Tony Danza. Okay. Hey, I'm saying he's innocent. <laughs> I don't know. Let's take another look here at this case. Are we sure about this? He's guilty. I will say. Hey, I don't know if he's guilty. Let's slow. Uh, let's slow let's down. Let's slow and take this a look. down. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at the evidence again. I will say Tony Danza is like a realistic juror. Maybe not for that play. He seems like a guy who would want to be on jury. He, who? Yeah. Would... He's like, I make you make thirty bucks a day. Yeah. You're out of there by four. Yeah. I want to be on a real long trial. <laughs> yeah. He was. Yes. Somebody just put on Twitter, yes, Red Shoe Diary era. Oh, certainly. They could have shown an episode of the Red Shoes, Shoe Diaries. It would have been too, so- yeah. especially on the Jerusalem flights. I don't think that would fly. No. Thankfully, Tower Air is not an option anymore. <laughs> I learned that from that documentary. Yes. All things must fly. <laughs> <laughs> so, difficult people. Ten episodes. One's funnier than the next. Oh, I'm telling you. boy. I can't wait for people to see it. You people out there are in for... When this season starts, I'm telling you, this is the funniest season. It's... it's of uh, the, the show's always been funny. Season one was funny. Season two, very funny. Season three... Yeah. The funniest. Oh, it's... Uh, Get ready. It's... It's good. I love it. I like it. Who's want... a who's a guest who's on the show? The, the Chris season. Elliott. Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott. On. Yeah, it was the most fun I ever had. Just that whole day. He's so funny. He's so funny. He, and I know this is like no one likes to be like, he made me laugh, but he mm-hmm. made me laugh all day. He made me laugh is like a thing you say when, mm-hmm. you know, what, what do you, what do you love about him? What do you what do you like about your new crush? He makes me. laugh. He makes me laugh. We make mm. each other laugh. Yeah. He made me laugh. I like when some old dude is like, it's like, uh, she makes me feel young. <laughs> it's just like, that's the most <laughs> repulsive thing I've ever heard. She makes me feel young. Because I'm hanging out with a 16 year old. Yeah. So I pretend I'm a 16 year old. Yeah. So it's not my... even like, it's not even, she makes me feel young. It's, I pretend that I'm young. Yes. She allows me you to pretend. pretend. <laughs> she gives me an opportunity. <laughs> to falsely pretend that I am one, two thirds younger <laughs> than I am right now. That's so nice of her. She's so special in that yes. way. She lets me she, pretend she lets I'm me. young. Mike, how's the pizza? Very good. What is it? What kind? What'd you guys get? Plain. What? Brooklyn pie. What does that mean? Oh, you know. mean the place they ordered from? It means it's got a beard. The name of it. Pizza's got, the pizza's <laughs> they got have, a beard. They have beard clippings as a yeah. topping. It means the pizza's got like a ski cap beard, and a beard. Beard clippings and cocaine. It's yes, Brooklyn <laughs> the, pie. The crust has got white stuff. You're like, it's not called Brook. That's the name of the pizza, not the place. What's a Brooklyn pie? Oh, so it's it's sauce. It's upside down pie. It's like it's like what? a Stranger Things pie. Like the upside down place. Yeah, it's the upside down. The sauce is upside. The sauce is on top of the pie, and the cheese is underneath. And Barb is Barb is already writing her Emmy speech. I'd like to thank. <laughs> and the winner is Barb. What? 
Why? I was on screen for three and a half minutes <laughs> on, on Stranger Things, yes, but those yeah. three and a half minutes can they, make a lot of change in the world. Those three and a half minutes cause more tweets yes. than other things that cause tweets. The little barb that could, <laughs> some would say. Of course, I want to thank my people, my representative, my team. My amazing team. Team Barb. And I want to thank someone from Twitter that said, OMG, Barb, no. I want to thank people who incorrectly and falsely conflated my character to being important in the show in any way, (laughs) other than just being cannon fodder for an early episode of the show. I had no importance in the entirety mm-hmm. of the show. And I want to thank the costume designer who put me in clothes that made people feel like I was quirky. Yeah. And therefore... I reminded them of <laughs> the past. And for that, I want to say thank you, Karen, for picking out pants, a turtleneck, and a funky pair of glasses. I want to thank my glasses. Ooh, you to get glasses for Bob. Get a little special... A scarf. Cravat. Did you know that in order to sing the Popeye theme? Yeah. If I were to on on television, let's say. Okay. If I were to go da 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 Yeah. Ten thousand dollars. Isn't that shocking? Who wrote that? Well exactly. That seems It was like, written in like 1860. Yeah. But this guy died at like 109. Yeah. And it has to be that he died like 75 years ago oh or something. My God. But think about that. That in order yeah. for someone to sing the Popeye theme, which seems like it was a song that was around before the Star yeah, Spangled that Banner. That's like reappropriate. Like this guy. Someone's, this is a cash grab. Trying to put his name on it. Right. I, uh, Mr. Written Popeye. Me. Me. Mr. Popeye. Me. Yeah. Popeye. Popeye song. the, Popeye the music man. Can you imagine? I write on a music stand. Ten grand. Yeah. What are you going to use that to feather? What kind of nest are you feathering with that cashola? But think of that's his grandkid is spending the money now. Great. Grandkid. Burning through the Popeye money. (laughs) And it ain't ain't much at this point. Yeah. But don't you think that should be public domain like a Popeye cartoon? A Popeye anything. At this point. Yes. All the Disney stuff is supposed to be public well, domain. Well, they keep making yeah, it like... they keep extending it. That's cheating. It is cheating. By this point, think about it this way. What if what if uh, Sherlock Holmes was still owned by the Arthur Conan Doyle <laughs> estate? And there's eight million different versions of Sherlock Holmes because yeah. it's public domain. Yeah. People do what they want with it and they, you make all different fun versions of Sherlock right. Holmes. You get Lucy Liu to do something. Yes. You do that. You do uh, Frankenstein. You put a Basset Hound in a funny hat. Yeah. I could do Frankenstein now. I can't make him green like the Why Universal not? Studios one because that's their copyrighted they own, image. Wait, they own that green? Well, they own the bolts in the neck because <gasps> that was their invention. But, the, but what about the green? Is it a specific? Do they own a specific color of green? I mean, he was gray in the movie. I guess they could say he was green. If those movies weren't color. What about? Um, but, I, the, but the image right. is owned by Universal. But the story of Frankenstein is public you, domain. Is public domain. Because I always, you don't remember when Brian Stack used to play Frankenstein on Conan? He was yeah. always blue. Yeah, I'm sure. I bet you. <laughs> do that's you think why. that that's why? Yeah, I, probably. Okay. But why can't I do? Yes. By this right, we should be doing this. I should have AP Mike doing Mickey Mouse. Right. Right. Mickey Mouse meets Popeye. Hi, fellas. <laughs> it's me, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, Mike. 
What? Get you doing Mickey Mouse, get Dudio doing Donald Duck. Should be have free reign. But no, I'd get, I'd get shut down. Like Goofy's Goofy's a dog, right? Goofy sucks. All these <laughs> Goofy, mean, Goofy but, characters Is there suck. ever been anything where Goofy, was Goofy? and Plato was have a, Pluto, sorry. Pluto. The Goofy and Pluto have like is there ever been a, kind of I'm not I'm not a Disney geek, but yeah, and I don't I don't disrespect no. Disney geeks who no. go to the parks and stuff. No, but, that's what look. If you go to the place and it makes you happy, fun is fun. I, I really I'm good for and I, you. I know it sounds like I'm being I'm not being sarcastic. I honestly say God bless, but when it comes to the storytelling and these mm. characters, everyone involved should be ashamed of themselves. Because has there ever been a story where Plato, Pluto, Pluto, <laughs> Pluto, Pluto. Yes. and Socrates, uh-huh. when Pluto and Goofy go out and they say, listen, you're a dog, I'm a dog. How come mm-hmm. you walk me? Yeah. And has there ever been something where, <laughs> I've never thought about this, I'm just thinking yeah, about yeah, this now. Okay. So Goofy walks plate pl- Pluto, Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> and Pluto's on all fours, yeah. and Goofy's walking him like he's a man, uh-huh. but they're both dogs. That's not a conversation. That seems like that would be in the first season. Yeah. Or the yeah. idea yeah. that a mouse is walking a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has any problem with that. Right. That a mouse. Yeah, but to be fair, he's... First of all, a mouse is bigger than a dog. Mouse. Nobody has anything with that. Right, but like... If that's the rule, if mice is if mice is, is bigger than dogs, yeah. If my, if then how come certain dogs are not? Th- like, I don't under. The point is, I don't get how Goofy can be a dog and Pluto can be a dog, and that it's not addressed. Plato. <laughs> um. Yeah. Look, it's Plato funny. at least acts like a dog. Yeah. As a kid, Goofy seems to have some psychological problems. All I liked as a kid was. Was Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Yep. She got Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny's so funny. He's the funniest. He's so funny. He just wanted to be left alone. See, you always say that, and yet... It's all he wanted. So, no, that's not completely true. Man, maybe he wanted attention He started a, a lot of trouble. But he was always like when... <laughs> when people came a-knocking... Yeah. But I oh, agree. When yeah. people came to bother him, he was like, thank you. I can have someone to yeah, mess around yeah, with. Exactly. I lo- he loved that. Yeah. Oh no, he loved the idea, the that opportunity you, yeah. to. Yeah. The worst thing you can, the Bugs Bunny. The greatest moment in Bugs Bunny's life was when suddenly yeah. he heard construction <laughs> up above his. Yeah. Because he's like, you know what I'm going to do this time? Uh-huh. I'm going to shut down a whole construction site. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this. Watch me shut this construction, whole construction yeah. site down. But that's my, that's, I see. <laughs> you tap dance. Now he's tap he's dancing. He's a great dancer. He's dressed as a, he's wearing his. his sexy Viking his, yeah. outfit. He's wearing his, his sexy Viking thing. He's dressed like a, in a yeah. ball gown with big red lips he, the other and a thing blonde is he, wig. He didn't quite go the matronly way of like. Other cartoon characters would do drag where it was like a little older ladies. Mm-hmm. Bugs was always like, he was just like, if we're going to do this, let's yeah. do this. Yes. And he, yeah, he would just go, he'd have his little red and white striped shirt on and yes. his straw hat. Oh, that was fun. And then a minute and a cane. Yep. And he'd take his giant bunny paws, paw yeah. feet, and he'd do the most graceful dance. Yeah. But I do think, I do think that his goal is not to be left alone. Uh-huh. I think he existed pretending like he but but ultimately like he his life force came from revenge from attention and revenge right but for someone else to start it mm-hmm. was everything 
Oh, him. yeah. No, he was just... Waiting. Giddy when... Because <laughs> there's a point where it's like, all right, maybe don't live... Yeah, in the Put middle your... of, like, a bullfighting ring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might not want to get your yeah. rabbit hole. Like, check center, the neighborhood first. In center field of a, it's a real estate baseball section. stadium. An ideal location. Yeah. That baseball game, though, when he beat the Gas House Gorillas. <laughs> I tell you. It's your favorite team, isn't it? It is. When it was just like. Doesn't Mike sell, like, hats in his, the trunk of his car for the Gas House Gorillas? Mike? What about a hat? You'd wear a hat? What about a hat that says, Mike America, right? Yep. And it just says that, Mike America, <laughs> right? Mike America. Masses again? Mike, did you watch the Mike and the Mad Dog documentary? Oh, was that good? So good. Was it? It was on ESPN. It was... Oh, wow. That sounds up your alley. It was so good because it's about these two goons who did a radio show and were huge in New York City. Mike and the Mad Dog. And the there was a point in this movie, because their thing takes off, and they're so huge. And then they start fighting. They get into an argument because... One time they were flying to a basketball game to go cover a, a playoff game. And the flight was delayed. And the rescheduled flight didn't have a first class seat. So Mike was like, well, I'm going home then. <laughs> I'm not flying. If I'm not flying first class. It's like. Okay. Like, what a, what a pompous. What, what you... Can't get on a thing. Getting a... So there was a stretch where they would do their radio show. They wouldn't. They wouldn't talk off air, on air, okay. between things for months. Oh, jeez. Because of this one incident? Because they fought over one thing like that. This they, is the first class thing? Or other things? They, they fought for months over that because really? Mad, Mad Dog was so mad really that Mike went, did that. He was yes. so mad. Yes. What was that, Mike? The jingle feud. I didn't know that. Oh, there was a jingle feud where one day, because their theme was Mike and the Mad Dog. And then I, rem- I even remember this. And then, like... Mike was on vacation, so Mad Dog like potted the thing down when it would say Mike, and it would just say like, and the Mad Dog. No way. And then he came back from vacation early, <gasps> and like in a sitcom when someone's yeah. like, "I'm here early. What's going yeah. on here?" He blew a gasket, screaming <gasps> about that. Isn't that the most unbelievable thing that that was? That's all these guys had to fight about at this point was. It's disrespectful that you turned the thing down when my name was being said. <laughs> the money these guys were making, I tell you, I would how, go. How artless, too, that it's, you, and the mad dog. Yeah, you turned my mic down. That's the one thing the movie missed, though, is the ponderous quality that Mike Francesa has. The movie, just just for the pacing of any show, it would have had to have been six hours long to properly capture... What's annoying about him is he beats a point into the ground and you're just, you right. feel like you want to bang your head against a right. concrete wall. He's filling air time yeah. with. So he's running out the clock every day on a thing. He's got five and a half hours and to fill. And they're sports. Are they like just, sports prognosticators? Like spo- they just speculate and. Yeah. And once it. in a while they'll talk about things. You realize how limited these guys are to talk about oh, they movies don't even know that much, or something. Sure. 
Or wait, they know about sports or they, they don't? Well, they know a lot about sports and nothing, nothing about, about any, anything. Anything right. else is like zzz, they have the worst taste imaginable. It's always cringy when you overhear someone be like, what was that movie? And you're like, Blah. oh, no, I'm – this is this is all I have. Yeah, these are the. Only you know what I mean? Have. Like yes. you're you're talking about my only friends right now, and I really wish you'd <laughs> yeah. get their names right. Yeah. But I mean, it's uh, Kevin Costner. I mean, he's a good actor, Kevin Costner. I mean, if you see uh, Dances with Wolves, I mean that's like, is my sandwich ready? Yes, yeah. please, actor. please, please let this toaster. He's a good actor. Why is this what moving through the five, toaster so slowly? What are your top five favorite Kevin Costner movies? <laughs> Number five, Waterworld. Waterworld. <laughs> Number four, the Mailman. Mailman. <laughs> <laughs> mailman. Mail, the mailman. Yeah. Number four, Bull Durham. Number three, Bull Durham. <laughs> Number two, Dances with Wolves. Number one, Field of Dreams. Ding! Ding yeah, and Here's your turkey one. ranch. <laughs> that would be four hours, though, of them right. talking about the best Kevin Costner, best Costner. movie. Yeah. So, I'd be like, number one is his Whitney Houston eulogy, because I thought it was very well delivered. Kevin Costner's? Yeah, and then they'd look at me so blankly. Yeah, they would. Yeah, they <laughs> don't even know that that's a Kevin Costner movie. So. <laughs> Do you know who LeVar Ball is? No, Julie. I don't. Well, I'm going to take this as an opportunity for you to learn something. He's, you're going to know about him. It let, seems like I will. Let me be the first person to tell you about LeVar Ball. He's a guy. In the sports world, this guy is like a character un, incomparable. <laughs> Nothing has come along in years to be this much of a maniac. He's a guy, LeVar Ball, who raised three sons, Lonzo Ball. What are their names? Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, I just know Lonzo. There's, it's, yeah, I got to pull the three kids. Alonzo? Alonzo. L-O-N-Z-O. Okay. LeVar, Lonzo. And he, um, yeah, LeVar Ball. Okay. He, uh, he has three kids. Uh, LeVar, uh, LeVar, Lonzo, uh, LiAngelo, and LaMelo, and he has raised them all to be basketball players. Okay. The one, Lonzo, just joined the Los Angeles Lakers. A lot of L's here. <laughs> Lonzo, Los Angeles. So, he's like, he's like groomed his kids to be Got stars. It. They all go to UCLA. Okay. And then they, then he wants them to go to the NBA. Okay. He's a guy who started, he is like the ultimate stage dad. Stage dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But with like sports. Okay. With three kids. And he started a sneaker company. Oh, no. Like he's like, my kid's not like going to sign to Nike or anything. He has his company, Big Baller. Oh, no. And it's the corniest. Like they have their own <laughs> sneakers and it's like Big Baller. And then... Oh. He's always like arguing. So he's like, he was saying like, I'm better. Like, cause he used to play sports a little bit and like averaged like two points a game in some, in college. But he's like, I was better than Michael Jordan at the, t-. What? like, he's like over, he's, he's, he's like, and he's so or saying, like, I could have been or I was. No, he says he was. And he's like, my kid, like my kid is better than like the Steph Curry, the best guy in the NBA. Right, he's like, right. so he's making this mess for his son is just like, I gotta go play with these guys. Dad. You're, just like, you're shooting your mouth off. 
There's no, I can say, there's no way there's not a LeVar Ball reality show in the next Got six it. months. Got it. Leave it to LeVar yes. or something. He showed up. Make in, room for LeVar. It'll be, exactly, it'll be a big ball. LeVar, is probably LeVar knows be best. LeVar Nothing knows on daddy. Best. Nothing on daddy. LeVar, yeah, big, big or ballers father. or yeah. something. He he showed up at WrestleMania a couple okay. weeks ago. Okay. Tore his shirt off. What? This guy is the great. There's this guy is the he's going to be a national. Like he's going to. If this is like he's heading towards like a Charlie Sheen really type Tiger Blood, like of being that level of maniac that Terrific. will rivet the and, entire country. And he's embarrassing his children. Oh, he's the thing. The crazy thing is, he's succeeding to this point. He said the other day, "Me and my second son could beat Shaquille O'Neal and his son in basketball, two on two. So Shaquille O'Neal literally said back, "If Levar Ball beats me, I'll super glue this wig to my head forever." <laughs> he like put a picture of himself with a wig. <laughs> With his blonde wig on, he said, "If he beats, I'll super glue this wig to my head forever." <laughs> and then he's like, "I like what Levar is bringing out from people." That's oh, so he's funny. getting everybody. Every his it's, son is going to get clobbered. Yeah, but he's making funny. I don't know. It seems like it's a positive influence. He's like a digester. It's nuts. It with this guy. <laughs> he's winding people up like Shaq. Agents like, of chaos. Shaq's like, "Wake up, bro." I made more free throws in a game than points you averaged, Mr. 2.2 a game. Like, he's like, everybody's like mad at this. Like, he's, he's trolling. He's getting people riled up. He's trolling everybody and he's. Wow. He's kind of the greatest at it. But he's got this, like, it could work. LeVar, but here's him in his big baller hat. Do you have a pair on? I wear big ballers, and they're nine hundred. <laughs> there's like a pair. There's a pair that's nine hundred dollars of big ballers. Why? Are they encrusted? I think, they had with a sig- I think his son signed them. Truffles. Uh, yeah, they, have, they, get they got truffle that, oil on them. That, <laughs> they slip all over the, way, the plate. What a, what a terrible way to ruin a nice plate of French fries. To put truffle to, oil. Just to be able to smell them across the restaurant. Yeah. Like, like, do you want to not be able to taste these French fries? I got news for you, buddy. It's like you may as well put patchouli oil on them. When he went to WrestleMania, he screamed something where what he's he like, say? "Hey, can hey, Dudio, can you find the clip of Lavar Lavar Ball yelling about who the best, the only person that can beat him?" Just, oh. he, he hears you. He's he doing a different show wanna... out there. I tell you, it's like he hears you, but he. I'm cleaning house. <laughs> I'm cleaning house. Dudio's gonna be the first one to go. You gotta go. You gotta go after the most imp- like. Like, Dudio's like the, the the anchor out there. I knock him out, the other two will be terrified then. The anchor? Because they'll think that, like, they were, like, Mike is like, look, I know I'm completely disposable. Oh, I know what he wants to talk what about. What did you want? LeVar Ball. Oh, okay. LeVar Ball. Was at WrestleMania. something at WrestleMania where he said he, he like, was, was going to take someone out. He was screaming in the ring. Okay. See if you can find, if you can find the clip of that. Yes, please. Okay. So, yeah, LeVar Ball. And somebody on Twitter just said, truffle oil is disgusting. Thank, thank you. you. And they thank said, you. thank you to you. No, thank you. E-Hools just said that. I know E-Hools. She thinks truffle oil is also disgusting. 
I believe I've broken bread with eels. Really? In the in the past. I think so. She says it smells like fish. Well, that that's... It's... Mm, no. It's what pigs root for, right? <laughs> root? They're like pigs. rooting around. If pigs had a... If, oh, I thought you meant like if they had a baseball team and yeah. they were like rooting for Cheering the... Cheering for the yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, go truffles. Yeah, they would be like the... Their team would be the oink, truffles. Oink, 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 da 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 Truffles! <laughs> and the mascot is a truffle? Like what kind? I don't know even know what a truffle looks like. They look like... Uh, I don't either. <laughs> I picture them looking like... Sometimes someone comes over and shaves one, but you're like, I can't tell what that looked uh, like originally. Yeah. But it's stinky. Also, it's stinky. It's so stinky. Why do you need the, the, the pigs to get them? I could probably find one because they're so stinky. I could smell one from across a restaurant. You'd have to get, I think they're just lower to the ground, right? Than me? You never see, you've never, never seen, seen me do my, my modern dance. Yeah. I've never seen you. Yeah. I have a modern dance called Looking for Truffles. I, it's, a, it's a Kate Bush song. Mm-hmm. Looking for Truffles. <laughs> yep. And it's just me <laughs> writhing around on the floor. O- oinking away. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> it's, it's horrible, but it's also gotten into Coachella. 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 Baby. Coachella. And no, it's got, no, I'm sorry, did I say Coachella? I meant, uh, Citronella. No, so you're Citarella. The the, no, the, the grocery store. Citarella. You're at the, the, yeah, I'm playing Citarella. The what? Citarella. It's like uh, Balducci's. Okay. Is it like a better Balducci's? Or no, or... it's like a gourmet grocery store. Anyway. Look, I eat it's at places. Be, I eat in places where you, can, where you get a tray. Where they give me a tray. <laughs> everything is ready. Yeah. You don't need to wait. I'm pretending with this truffle oil thing to even know what any of that <laughs> stuff is. People are now tweeting at LeVar Ball trying to get him to call in. Oh, that would be great. It would be so great. It would be heavenly. And I'd, I'd see myself out because I feel like that would just be, he's going to take over the show. He, well, he's going to take over everything. You could take, you when could this see yourself guy, out. You could have that one of the slices of pizza, which is probably at this point, we don't even know. Gone. Even, There's yeah. probably, the, the two of us are going to be just uh, dividing up. Uh, the crust. Pizza, like it's just like all right. I guess uh, sawing the thing is like a little, <laughs> a little like a file. Knife. I can't find it. Oh. I all right, that's fine. That's Why fine. is everyone talking about wrestling stuff lately? Uh, enjoy that pizza. Oh, enjoy. You, enjoy the pizza. You earned it. Thank Go you. get the pizza. You. You it. I did that for Mike. Mike loves it. I tell you, the three of them they hate each other. Out there. <laughs> Mike. Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> like, I will say when I was out there, there was like, mm-hmm. there, there was, I don't want to say tension as much as everyone was mm-hmm. looking in a different direction. Like, yeah. that, like, they've seen paintings like that where everyone's looking at a different yeah. angle. Nighthawks. Yeah. A great painting. Uh-huh. Nighthawks. Right. I like the painting where it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's, uh, mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe's. It's James Dean. James Dean and, uh, Bogey. Fonzie Bear. Maybe both. I mean, Fonzie, the cool guy, right. the Fonz. Yeah. Have you been following this whole Herman the Frog thing? <laughs> yeah. I think about you every time I see it. The guy who did the voice he, of Herman he the Frog. He dropped dead, right? He croaked, literally. <laughs> he, got, he croaked. He got screamed at. 
Because I guess that now they said something. Oh, wait, today. someone died. True or false? Jim Henson. No, after him. This is honestly. I don't think so. We may as well say Wally Wacky Man three times like Beetlejuice. Herman the Frog. Yes. Did a thing where the guy who was doing the voice of Herman the Frog. Yeah. Hey, Dudio. Someone found the clip and they put it on uh, li- hashtag listen to the best show. Um, I heard you tell him to dump a can of paint on Wally Wacky Man. <laughs> and turn him green. Yeah. Nobody would know the difference. <laughs> These Muppet fans couldn't tell the difference. Hey, it's me. Wally Wacky. I mean, Herman the Frog. <laughs> so what happened? Who yelled at who? The guy was like, they wouldn't listen to me when I said... The Muppets were getting depressing on the show. The new, like that ABC show. He was like, right, where they, they were had like, Kermit lie on a thing. Or like Hashtag Smilf and this and that. And, <laughs> and then they were like, then the Muppet family came out. This, the, the, the daughter of Jim Henson came out and was just like, this guy was depressing. And he wasn't oh, funny anymore. The one who played Kermit on that terrible show? Yeah. Okay. Well, the guy who's been doing it for 25 years, they're just basically now Oh, saying, that was like the last straw. Yeah, they're saying they're yeah. saying he was just so boring as as the frog. That he killed Is himself? it Kermit or Herman? Uh, I think it's Herman. Herman. So they were saying with Herman the frog that he was so boring yeah. that they had to get rid of him because he was just like... Bumming. On that show? He was bumming everywhere. Cheryl Henson said... It says here Kermit. Cheryl Henson says fired Kermit the Frog actor Steve Whitmire was, quote, self-serving. Oh. That he he performed Kermit as a bitter, angry, depressed victim. Oh, my God. This is very harsh. And she goes on to say, in the past few years, he had not been funny or fun. Wow. Jeez Louise, Cheryl Henson. Yeah. Well, if he's not fun, then you know where you know what show he could never go on. The Listen. Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> they do love fun on that show. Yeah. It's funny that fun is also in the word funny because the two things are so different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that, that true? That, that, that's a great... There's like... Fun has nothing yeah, to do with... Nothing. ...being funny. And some people don't know that. And those people are dumb right. because there's yeah. nothing less funny than watching people have fun. Yeah. Fun is the opposite yes. of funny. It I very well could be, yeah. It pretty, because it's just like, f- like fun, fun is like a mood. Yeah. What is he saying? He said, check your mail. Fun is like if you went on like a log flume. Right. You'd be like, oh, that was right. fun. And funny is when the log flume Flips crashes <laughs> and people die in an accident. Yes. Or when the log, or the right. log flume Jams up and everybody, somebody's stuck sitting on the thing for. I was going to say your minutes. Ferris wheel story. Oh, that Ferris wheel. That story. was funny and it wasn't fun. Well, there were people on that Ferris wheel having fun. Right, which makes it even funnier that you were not. That I was not. <laughs> yes, I was not having fun. No, that is. That was which the, is why it became a very funny, funny story. Yes. It's a very funny story. Now, um,. Yeah, so this Hermit, Her, Kermit the Frog is definitely, has kind of hit a... I got one more for you! One more? One more! He's not even out here yet! Not oh. only is he the face of the big ball of brand, but the face of the Lakers! Can we finna come down and get it right? I welcome you with no further ado, 
Ball's greatest son, Lonzo Ball. That's him yelling and wrestling. Wow. So he's just a straight up character. He's like a, he's like a cartoon character. This guy. There's no way Lavar Ball does not become a major reality star. Absolutely. There's a, his son is a his son's like going to be a a famous basketball player, and this guy is like the ultimate stage dad. It's going to be I, um, spectacular. I wonder. Maybe is there another website he can sue the way that Hulk Hogan sued Gawker? Like maybe he could sue like. Huffington Post or something, or yeah, if he goes after, well, maybe he just enters wrestling. I think he needs to be a wrestler full. Oh, he's oh, right. Of course, I just I was confused for a minute. Well, Hulk Hogan is cool. First, such of a all. cool guy. I like his look. <laughs> what look do you like of his best? His do you like? I like him in court. You like his court look. I love his court look. I like when he's wearing a tux when he's. <laughs> At a formal event, like yeah, like when like a like a WWE fundraiser. I like it they... when he's wearing sunglasses indoors mm-hmm. because that way you don't see his shifty little beady eyes. I like when he rides a motorcycle <laughs> and his his blonde locks. I like it when he describes himself as all American and yeah. when they like they're like, how would you describe the character? He's like all American. <laughs> I, I like his muscles. How. Uh-huh. How wet they look. (laughs) How strangely... They look like as wet as the pasta he served in his restaurant. Can you you... imagine eating there? Hulk Hogan's pasta mania. (laughs) Pasta mania. We got all the great food here, brother. We got everything. Because everybody knows how how awesomely nutritious pasta is. (laughs) Everyone's in the back taking a nap, brother. Because they loaded up... On the Hulkster's pasta. On the fettuccine. Yeah. They loaded up on the fettuccine, which is nutritious. <laughs> it's called fettuccine nutritious. It's only it's got 650 <laughs> grams of fat. <laughs> They're over at the Serta. They're in the mall. They went over to Serta to take a nap. <laughs> They're in the Brookstone chairs, sleeping off Hulkamania, the Hulkster's pasta, brother. <laughs> They're, <laughs> Did they give him a pasta chain because his... Mustache look like noodles. <laughs> it looks like he. It eating. looked like he was eating. It looks like he, he basically emptied a colander, yeah. and the rest is just they're like. Well, he's already looks like he's got he a mouthful of spaghetti. This guy clearly loves pasta. He's always eating. <laughs> That's his mustache. What? Are you sure? No. I think it's pasta. They cut to like cutting the ribbon on the, on the first yeah, like yeah, exactly. restaurant ever. It's like, and this then the guy. Lifelong dream come true, brother. The investor's up close yeah. looking, staring at his face like, it is a mustache. Then How why, about that? They're like, then why is it red? And they're like, yeah. oh, because he's bleeding. Yeah. He's, that's, that's not marinara sauce on the end of his spaghettis? No, no. No, he's... No. It's at the beginning of his spaghettis, first of all, because it's closer to the skin. Yeah, he's... Second of all, he's bleeding from the nose. <laughs> because he did something... Yeah. Where he, he just has oh, a nosebleed. You're going to get me gawkered here. I know. Don't get me gawkered. I'm not going to get you gawked. Don't get me gawkered. Brother. Yeah. You look here, brother. All the kids love pasta. <laughs> Here's what, do you what want? people like pasta. Here's what people don't like gawker. What do you want on that? Do you want you want extra marinara on that, brother? <laughs> do you think there was a lasagna? I'm sure there was the mushiest. <laughs> yeah. Imagine how mushy. Yeah. That I imagine the top layer being so dried out yes. like under a heat lamp. Yes. Like a crispy, crunchy, disgusting, yeah. like, 
um, like in when I went to uh, college, the like, what is that called? The cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And they would have noodles that were already cooked. And mm-hmm. if you wanted them heated up, they would reboil them. <laughs> so, so the noodles oh. were always wet. That's enough. I could. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the same, in the same water. Every time you know it's the same Noodle starch water. water, yeah. Yeah, starch water. Yeah. That same starch water. Yeah. Have you had these? You know what I did the other day? I was, something got caught in my head. Look, this has not been a great time for me. No, I'm it's not a nightmare. In the, I'm, not terrible. In the, I'm not in the no, most. You're not in the best spirits. I'm not in the best place. So, the, uh, so two weeks ago, I was just like thinking hard about these Oreo cookies with all these different flavors. <laughs> the maple syrup and pancake flavors. And I was just... like, yeah. And I'm just like, I love Oreo cookies so much. <laughs> I always did. I still do, I think. Not, 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 a, not currently. I, I'm sure I'll, they'll, Appeal to me again. So it's midnight and I'm saying to myself, I'm an adult. I'm finally at that moment that everything's like, I could do whatever I want. I'm an adult. I want to try these dumb alternate flavor Oreos. I drive to the grocery store. Oh no. And they only have them in like full packs, like full, like well, yeah, tray the- style. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause they, cause you know why? Because the they're way all disgusting. Buy like because st- yeah. they because they're gross, and you eat one, and you're just like, "This is terrible." Uh-huh. And you, now you can't go tell somebody. It's like, "Hey, you know what you don't want to eat is the the um the red velvet." Oh. So I bought four. What else? What other flavors? I bought red velvet. Yeah. I bought cinnamon bun. Oh. Peanut butter. <laughs> and. Red velvet, cinnamon bun, peanut butter, and oh, and fireworks. What? What's in fire? Do you know what's in fireworks? Pop rocks. Yeah. No. Is it an independent? Was that an Independence Day special? Like, was it only think, for July or something? I think they call these things limited. Like, it's like now I'm in the, the collector's market with Oreo yeah. cookies. <laughs> trading cards, like uh, edible yeah. trading cards. Yeah. Hey, anybody got a? Anybody here? <laughs> a candy corn? Yeah, got candy corn. I need a. <laughs> I really need a. First, is that a first run candy corn? But you can't open the. Giant yeah, packages don't open, of cookies. Don't open it. <laughs> what are you doing? There's like 1,100 cookies in there. <laughs> yeah, the guy dies and you rats. Them. Like, so I get in the car. How did you do? Did you open all of them at once? I opened one. Which one? Had one cookie, Which red one? velvet. I was like, hmm, that tastes like chemicals. <laughs> it tasted like it tasted like chemicals immediately. Like, I was like. Oh, wow. So, like hand soap or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like they could have turned any flavor. It's just like, oh, so you figured in a lab out how to replicate what, what yeah. red velvet is kind of, right. but not really. The way you see a robot dog and people <laughs> yeah. are like, look, it's like a dog. And it's you're like, like, no, it's not. It has no, it nothing is. to do with it. Not, a, yeah, it's not the a same dog. shape as a dog, <laughs> barely. So I eat this red velvet and I'm like, oh, that's, that's subpar. Yes. Then I have the, Cinnamon next. Cinnamon, cinnamon next. Ugh. And I'm just like, oh, oh, like does it have mouth. like a fake maple syrup? Oh yeah, it was. Oh, it was like it was like one of those gross. things when you eat a thing, and you instantly have a, a headache because something is yeah. so 
artificial. Well, because your body's fighting it off. It's like a like a virus has entered the. You're the- not supposed. To, it's not made for human consumption. <laughs> no. <laughs> so then I had fireworks, Oy. and you eat it, and then suddenly it goes like, you feel just like a slight. <laughs> it was like a regular Oreo. So I'm like, oh, okay, at least it's a regular Oreo. Then it's like, like just like a slight tingling of this. You these, know- <laughs> off-brand pop rocks that they're pouring into the you thing. You know what you should have done before you ate the fireworks Oreos put on your Thunder shirt? I should have. <laughs> I was like a dog on the 4th of July. Yeah. Being like, oh. what was the fourth one? Peanut uh, butter. Peanut butter. And by that point, I ate that, and I'm just like, and then I had one more of one. I had five cookies but Wait, wait, total. how was peanut butter? Was it normal? It was gross. It was terrible. Okay. Not, there's no peanut butter in it. It's just a... It Whatever seems like, it's simulating. so funny because it seems like peanut butter is the easiest thing in the world to spread between yeah, two cookies. Right? Yeah. Nutter butter, anyone? Did you wa- did you want Did, I want did it you to- wash it? I just, I just re- just absorbing the sentence nutter butter, anyone? <laughs> yeah. Let that um, wash over you. The uh did you wash anything down with a regular Oreo cookie? Did you get no, a regular No, I didn't. I didn't want to spend I figured spending sixteen dollars. Is that on, how much it was? They were like all they were four dollars a, a I box. was under the impression that junk food was basically free. That you could go to a these, Target and like you'd leave with twelve. These things were ex, these things right. were like three seventy nine each. Okay. So I'm eating these things and I'm like ill. Now I'm straight up ill. Yeah. I take them. And then I just like I leave them in. I'm like I'm like I'm not even bringing these in the house. These are so gross. I don't want them in the house. No. So then the next day I get in the car. I feel gross. I feel gross going to bed. I wake up feeling nauseated. I get in the car. I take these things. I throw them in a dumpster. (laughs) I was like, I'm ending this. Like this ends here. And then I told Terry about it. And she's like, I would have liked to try. I was like, no, you wouldn't have. You would have been ill. No, you protected her. I spared her. You protected like, her. It's dis- they're disgusting. They're so gross. But I still had the thing. You know, I knew they were going to be disgusting. What did I think? They're going to be great? Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> you know what? I like these cinnamon bun. Here, try one. They're the greatest dessert ever. Also, like, that it's not called cinnamon. That it's called cinnamon. Like, that naming yeah. a dessert after another dessert is always yeah. such a bad... Well, they always say birthday cake flavor thing. Right. And then, so, but what is that thing when suddenly you feel yourself like, you know you're going down a bad road? Yes. Like, I knew it the second I got, as soon as I was just like, well, let me put my shoes is this on. The, is this the topic, store. by the way? Are we introducing no, the topic? Not, it, 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 <laughs> I was going to say. Ago. No. Why do I go to the farms? Bad junk food. When you go, I know this road. I got a bad junk food. Going back. Well, Tom, I'd like to go down a bad road. I'm not a fan of Nutter Butters. Uh, Nutter Butter, butter anyone? Nutter Butter alternate flavors. They have Oreo filling in their thing now. (laughs) It's so gross. But you know that thing. When you just eat it, you're just like, this this is not good for me. I'm not going to enjoy this. I'm going to regret it. I am ashamed to say that I went to McDonald's on Friday. Okay. And I... uh, had chicken nuggets like you something was calling to you no i was on the road and okay. it was just like a, i was in boston and i didn't sure. know it from any like you know 
I just was like, let's just find a rest stop. And it was just something familiar, mm-hmm. but it was, um, I, I got 20 really pack, sick. 20 pack. No, I got a six, <laughs> I got a six day. And I got the saddest salad I've ever, mm-hmm. oh, you know that it was sitting on a shelf for, it was like, yeah. it's like, it was like a fairy tale about a little doll that no one bought. And then a poor little girl yeah. brought her home and yeah. finally she learned to dance. Only this salad did not learn to dance. No. It just wilted. <laughs> just the, yeah. just the I, wilted. It, the lettuce to its credit wasn't brown, okay. but you could look at it and be like, you're brown inside. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you're not showing it probably because they no. sprayed something they, on it. <laughs> the same stuff they put on Wally Wacky Man to make him look like Kermit. Yeah, he's doing great though. Paint. He's in. He's going through Muppet Boot Camp now. Is that going? Is he's, it like? Is it like? Um, is it like Full Metal Jacket? It's like Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> he's like Private Pile now, Wally Wacky Man. He's getting. He's getting screamed at all day by Bri- full, Brian Henson. Full Metal Puppet. Oh saying. my God! Full Metal Ready? Puppet is the felt felt metal, metal puppet puppet. If that Muppet show was still in the air, oh, that would idea. have been... Yeah, yeah. would have been a good skit. Yeah. Mike? Let's go to the phones. Who's good here? Uh, one. Oh. It, 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 real insight. Hi, best show. Oh, no, it's me, voice. Hello. Hi. Hi. To whom... This is Ben in Seattle. Ben, what's going on? Well, I had... I. First, I wanted to tell Julie hello. Hi. And, and hi, Tom. Sorry, didn't mean to be rude, but it's fine. Um, Don't worry. <laughs> uh, first, I wanted to say that um, I don't know if someone else has said it, but I think uh, Julie and Billy coaxed like one of the great Martin Short cameos of all time. Oh, thank you. And difficult people. Wasn't he great to do that? He was so cool. Yes. That was amazing. He was wonderful. He's he's the best. He's the best of all time. He's like Bugs Bunny. Yeah, he is like Bugs Bunny. Because he also everything just rolls off of his back. That mm-hmm. guy does not take anything personally. Mm-hmm. He's not neurotic. He's mm-hmm. um fun to watch. You're not gonna watch anybody else besides yeah. him when he, he can sing, he can dance. Are you excited about season three of difficult people, Ben? Yes. You should I am. Be. I've seen all of them. And it's Tom's seen great. All of them. It's so great, and people are gonna flip when they see some of the stuff that there's stuff. There's stuff in it. I can't wait to hear people talking about some of the things in the this upcoming season. So please get Hulu. You can get it, watch the show, and cancel it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Is that not the right thing to say? Shareholder. Yeah, I'm not a shareholder. <laughs> I'm not on the board of directors. No. Directors. What are you grabbing? Oh no! Oh no! What, what? Ben? Yes, ben, ben, are you there? Thanks, Ben. I am here. Ben, no, Tom, not. just <laughs> best show. Hi, Tom. This is Christine from Philadelphia, but right now I'm actually in Ocean City. Ocean City, New Jersey. New Jersey. That's that Ferris wheel I was on. Are you? Can you see it from where you are? I can't see it because the condo is blocking it, but I was on it today. What? You went on the Ferris wheel. That's right. Did you call I last week? Away. Did you call last week? No, I did no, not. Someone called last week and talked about being she, on. She'd had a couple of drinkies. The Ferris. Yeah, someone I, uh, went on. I heard that caller. That caller was not me. Okay, so you went on thing, it today, though. I did. 
I went on it with my niece who was four, my nephew was eight, and my brother. And, how and as we were all clamoring to leave the Ferris wheel, mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me, you didn't, you neglected to mention about how the gates move in towards the basket. So as I'm leaving, my sunburned shoulder gets jabbed with the latch to close the gate. And as I get home, I see I'm actually bleeding from the Ferris wheel. You're bleeding from a from Ferris a la- wheel from injury. From a latch, a latch jab. So yeah, you, a latch jab. But when you went on the Ferris wheel and it went up, did you have a hard time with it? I didn't. My four-year-old niece did. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. I was more focused on keeping her calm. So I happened to have grapes. And I was like, oh, Katie, why don't you have another grape? And I would force feed her like a little bird. <laughs> she's never I gave her like, a grape to distract her. She's not going to like and grapes. she would chew on the grape and she was fine. She's not going to like grapes later. Yeah. No, you scar- you you scared her <laughs> off grapes now. It's going to trigger her. Or uh, I made them panic. the most favorite thing that she could ever have because they made her feel better. Yeah. She's, she's not the association, association she's going to make. <laughs> Or maybe she'll just love wine. I don't know. That's so when the Ferris, I went, I'm telling you, you didn't feel that thing when the Ferris wheel goes to nine o'clock, say, that. Well, you, see, but you were by yourself. I had little kids to worry about, so my focus. Yeah, you know who I had to worry altered. about? Me! <laughs> yeah, you know, if I was by myself, it would have freaked me out too, for sure. Yeah. Well, you did it. You, thank you. Someone on Twitter. Says uh, four year old can do it, but Tom can't. That's great. That's a very nice message you sent. Monster, Thank you. right? I appreciate it. Look, you have All a right. great night. You I appreciate you it. Too. You did the Ferris wheel, though. I did. I have did. Let's talk get, about it. Go get yourself. But I had a bloody some, shoulder. Go get yourself some Coors ice cream. I'm drinking so, Corona Light right now. You're drinking so what? Corona Light. You should get the soft ice cream. Get the soft ice cream. Um. You know, and I, you have to forgive me, I didn't listen to the first half hour of the show. Mm-hmm. Did you talk about what Jason wants to talk about, probably? What's he want to talk what about? What do you think he wants to talk about? Oh, that Doctor Who? <laughs> yeah. I can't Excuse operate. Were you, like, right outside the door that you no. just, you burst in so quickly? No way. Were you behind the door the whole, ah! <laughs> Get in here! Get in here. Not the who. Jason. Hey, Jason. Jason. Gary wants to talk to you. Doctor Who. I think it's great that now a woman can be on that dumb show also. (laughs) It's breaking down barriers that were once preventing women from being on a terrible show. Now you can do it too, ladies. You can be on the dumbest show in history. Congratulations! You could be on a show that sucks! <laughs> and get harassed at Comic Cons! By nerds screaming at you! Now you can watch a show! This Doctor Who! Every episode! Oh, let's go down the hallway! And look for... King Tut! <laughs> Where'd King Tut go? Then the robot comes! Exterminate! Exterminate! Oh, God! I felt bad! Doctor Who! Cares! <laughs> I'm sorry. 
sorry. I don't go. Oh my god. I'm hey, sorry. Dudio. I yelled into yeah. the mic. Yeah. That was terrible. Was hey, me. it's me, Dudio. Oh my god. Hey, it's me. Hey, everybody, it's me, Dudio. I'm excited about Doctor Who. I thought Peter Cavaldi did a good job, but I'm gonna rank all the Doctor Who's in order. Four, six, three, nine, eleven. Hike! <laughs> Take a hike. Take a hike, Doctor Who! Not you! You excited about Doctor Who? I am. When's the new episode in? Well, there's going to be a Christmas. There will be a Christmas special, and then the doctor regenerates. <laughs> yeah. And then a whole new season next year with the new doctor. Sounds exciting. Yeah. How many people have watched Doctor Who? Millions. No, let me finish. <laughs> How many people have watched Doctor Who? Like, are not weirdos. <laughs> Like four, normal. Four how or many five. normal? Cause like, how many people could go in and like when they do like a free credit report, they have credit to report. <laughs> like when they're like, not, no information on your name, credit report. You can't go buy a moped. <laughs> I have to be Dr. Who. <laughs> Sucks. It's going to get canceled. <laughs> it's going to be canceled because of the woman? No. Oh, no. It'll get canceled and we'll get blamed. Yeah, women are going to get blamed. Yeah. Because you nerds are out of control. You're going to scream at that poor woman at Comic-Con. Poor woman. Because <laughs> they're booing her. She better have security going into San Diego, boy. Julie! Hi, Gary. Difficult people. Yeah. Season three. I'm in it. Uh, in the park. Yes, you're in the park. Everybody can see me. The one keep going. Hey, hey. Sunday in the park with Gary. I'm in a tree. Uh, yeah, you were in a tree. So what's up with Dunia? He's stupid, right? I, I'm not speaking. I'm not speaking ill of Dunia. When did you switch over from? Your animosity towards Mike to Dudio. Scared of Mike. <laughs> he warned me. I want to tell everybody. APMike.bandcamp.com. Oh my god, you're Go showing. check it out. There's a lot of good items you're for sale. You're shilling. There's me. items for sale. Oh, Please no, go. Gary, you're go buy stuff. You're shilling for the enemy. You used to he have warned some, me. I, well, with a gun? A machete. <laughs> he was swinging it around. That's no bueno. No bueno. <laughs> you never guess what happened to me. What? I got back with Denise. Oh, congratulations. And now I'm back out again. What happened? I went out with the boys. Oh, no. Instead of staying home. She flipped out. I just want to take this opportunity. Wait, wait, hold on. You didn't really tell the story. What happened? Did you get too drunk or something? You forgot? I had a cold beer. <laughs> Blacked out. All right, so you don't know what happened. I know I barfed. Oh, boy. 
It was like on Valentine's Day when you advanced with that dinner. Yeah. We went to Alfonso's. <laughs> and then you had to be carried out. The owner had to carry me out. Because I had too many desserts. <laughs> you ruined Valentine's Day for Vance. I ate two desserts that day. Yeah, I'm drowning my sorrows in sweets. I thought that was a lot for you because you're a tiny squirrel. Not, yeah, right? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So difficult people. Okay. Yes, uh, August 8th. It comes back August 8th. I, didn't, I haven't said On Hulu! On Hulu. Only on Hulu. Hulu.com. Hulu.com. Who is your favorite guest on the show? Chris Elliott. Is this season funny? It's so funny. What? It's so funny. It's so great. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. It's not outrageous. Not outrageous. It's your favorite thing. My favorite is Payday. Yes. That's a, that's a serial killer's. Denise. Denise. Oh you got to take me back. Denise. This is be I got to just tell you. I can't fight this feeling any longer. And yet I'm still afraid to let it flow. What started out as friendship has gone stronger, grown stronger. I only wish I had the strength to let it show. I tell myself that I can't hold out forever. I say there is no reason for my fear. Denise! Cause I feel so secure when we're together. You give my life direction. You make everything so clear. And even as I wander, I'm keeping you in sight. You're the candle in the window. In a cold, dark winter's night And I'm getting closer than I ever thought I might And I can't fight this feeling anymore Well, I've forgotten what I started fighting for it's time to bring this ship into the shore And throw away the oars forever Cause I can't fight this feeling anymore, Denise Well, I've forgotten what I started fighting for, Denise And if I have to crawl up on the floor Come crashing through the door Baby, I can't fight this feeling anymore Mike sucks <laughs> Mike sucks so bad But I'm scared of him He warned me To shut my mouth Or he'd smash my head With his machete handle But I'm not scared of you anymore, Mike You can't get me I'm gonna get you! And I want you to just know, my life has been such a whirlwind since I saw you. Alright, enough. I'm done! That was great, Gary! Take me back, Denise! I'm begging you! I went out with the boys!
not a big shot. I'm just a regular Joe. Trying to make my way through the world. Got guys like Mike bugging me. Going through my mail. Oh my God, you are, allegedly. Still, you are still pissed at Mike. I went through my mail. I know, you can't, you can't let him go. It was like... He was going through my mail. Okay, what was he doing going through your mail, Gary? You mentioned this enough times. You want me to ask about it? What did he do? What, what did he do? He was looking for. He said he was looking for checks. He thought. Okay. All right. Well. And he ordered a package and sent it to my house. What was it of? Had bras in it. Funny. You gotta admit that's funny. That's a very that's blank. A, that's a very raw dog, serious XM kind of thing to do. Raw dog ninety nine. Serious XM ninety nine. Toilet talk. Right. Bro. Get to hear some of my favorite comedians on there. Dan Soder. Dan Soder. Claire Bennington. Gail Bennington. Gail. And uh, my new favorite. Who that? This new guy maybe you heard of. Yeah. Andy Kimmer. Yes. Did you get the memo? <laughs> he got the memo. That the Grateful Dead are a good band. He sucks. Aww. He doesn't suck. Killer. Killer's Killer's probably if I had to guess, I bet he's thinking about his state of the industry address. Right about this time. Probably writing a few singers. Ha 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 dot Canada. Look out, Jimmy Fallon. Watch your back, Camille. Gianni. I saw that. I saw the AP Mike story. Watch out, Ali Wong. Hold on. I want to keep doing this. Did you see Mike's movie? What's it called? The Big Stink. Ah! No, wait, no, wait. Did you see AP Mike's story? What's it called? The Big Suck! Ah! <laughs> hey, Mike! You suck. I'm not scared of you anymore. What was the time you told I bought a handgun! What? Death Wish style! I didn't get a handgun, I'm just trying to scare him. Don't say it into the mic. Wait, don't say it get one! No, I got one! Wait! I don't have one. Remember when you told him there were two movies out at the time? Get Out and Split? You told Stay him. Stay Out! <laughs> it was called I'll Get split. Out and Split. Yeah! He said, do like that movie. And Get Out! <laughs> one of my greatest hits. It was good. I liked it. What movies do you want to see this summer? Uh, I want to see... Guardians! What? Is that like Guardians of the Galaxy? Thing? Yeah! Yeah, no. Guardians! No, I don't think so. What about... Dunkirk! What is that? I didn't see that. I saw... Baby Driver! Hey, it's me, Baby Driver! <laughs> Look out! I'm going to drive a car for half the movie! <laughs> the other half, I'm going to be in a room with a dry erase board! <laughs> They could have called that movie Dry Erase Board. There was more of that in it than cars. Baby Dry Erase Board? There was more Dry Erase Board. Half that movie was Kevin Spacey on a Dry Erase Board. One third of it was the baby driver in a car. The rest of it was iPods. And that there was that one. They know they don't make iPods anymore, right? 
Wait till Baby Driver finds that out. Oh, no! But, Gary, what are you... Baby Zoon! (laughs) Baby Zoon. (laughs) Gary? Yes? Wouldn't you agree that Baby Driver loved music? I would agree that Baby Driver loved music. He played bone and a bone and a bone and a bone. I want a man, want a mystery man. Baby Driver discovered punk. <laughs> hey, Mike, yeah. did you get Baby Driver out of the trunk? Not yet. <laughs> it's ironic. <laughs> that he's in the trunk? Baby Driver's about cars going fast and Michael by the movie. Out of a trunk in the Dwayne Reed parking lot. That's not that's out of a car that's not going very fast at all because it's Baby a, Parker. Because it's a store. Because when he, when the truck is parked, it's a store. Then the manager comes out and yells at Mike. Mike's like, "I just bought something. I bought foot powder." And he holds it up. I bought these gold bonds. Lay off. But he didn't even buy it. He found it in the parking lot. Let me ask you. You don't, yeah. you don't get my goat. What's that, Gary? People that just throw trash in parking lots. People do that? Yeah. Ugh. Like fast food bags. That's disrespectful. What do you think, that just goes there? Well, I'm done eating this, so I'll just set the bag here. It's just like a habitat thing. It's the way that people throw an apple core at the beach. They think that the garbage belonged in a parking lot because it... it Garbage habitat. Garbage habitat. Yes. I want to say this to everybody, and I mean it. Don't pollute. It was good, Gary. Seriously. I know. I've never seen you be Don't so pollute. Sincere. You got a cause, buddy. There's going to be a garbage dump a hundred years from now. It's going to be AP Mike headshots. <laughs> Masses shirts. All of the... Imagine that time capsule. They open up a hundred years from now. <laughs> a massive shirt. AP Mike headshot. They'll be like, this is clearly these people were under the rule of some, <laughs> some king, maniac. Some King Tut-like. Some tyrant. A deranged dictator. Had control of them. What? At Mike... <laughs> Well, it was band camp. They thought band camp was the name of the country. It, <laughs> he ruled band camp. Every, and my, citizens of band camp. Did he hear about AP? Why did AP Mike cross the road? Because he's stupid. <laughs> Hey, Julie, do you have any bird seed? No. Why? The same thing you got, why do you have, you want to feed some birds? Hey, Julie, do you have any, <laughs> hey, Julie, do you have any bird seed? Why, do you want to feed some birds? No, I want to grow some! The seeds. <laughs> oh my god. That was a. I'm sorry, Gary. I must be tired because I just didn't get that. You know, I got that one from laughing. For real? Yeah. 
I get all my jokes from laughing. <laughs> Who's your favorite person on laughing? Goldie Hawn. You know who mine is? Tell me. Alan Seuss! <laughs> it's so weird. Big Al! <laughs> Who's the one who says very interesting? Artie Johnson! He's your second favorite, isn't he? No. Why? I'll rank all the members oh, of Oh, good. Here we go. Let's go. Alan Suit. <laughs> Rowan. <laughs> Goldie Hawn. Judy Carn. <laughs> Martin. Oh, my God. Henry Gibson. Miss Joanne Worley so <laughs> She sounds like a dog. Or a car. She sounds like Mike's car. <laughs> and that Dwayne Reed parking lot and there's the headlights on. <laughs> My car's not starting. My car's not starting, but you have Wonder Woman on DVD. And I'm out of here. I gotta beat feet. I gotta catch a bus. Bye, Gary. Difficult People Season 3. August 8th, baby. 8-8. Eight, 8-8. Eight. Eight, eight. Eight, eight. Eight, eight. There he goes. It's good to see him. So, Julie. Yes? Game of Thrones. You're excited about that, right? <laughs> Game of Thrones is like the sports of TV for me. It's just not for me. Did you see this past episode? You get three wishes. <laughs> that was on Right? It? Yeah. They really? had a lamp. A genie? And then a genie came out. Genie Berlin? Because <laughs> otherwise, I ain't interested. No, genie Berlin did not come out of the lamp. Well, she should have. This is what I'm going to do. People making fun of Gary for blacking out after one beer. <laughs> <laughs> He's a squirrel. What do you yeah, think? But, That's yeah. pretty good, actually. Well, we had two desserts and the same thing happened. He, he didn't do well with that either. He has a little He's bit got of a, a small stomach. He's a little bit of a lightweight. That's true. This Saturday, what are you doing this Saturday, everyone? I know what you're doing. If you're in the tri-state area, you're going to see karaoke all night with Pat Byrne, the third anniversary Prove It All Night special, live from the WFMU Performance Space. This Saturday, July 22nd, 9 p.m. to midnight. Guests include Ike. Yufamadu, Patty Harrison, Jason Gray, Kristen Bartlett, John Reynolds, you know him from Search Party. I would like to date him. He's very funny. (laughs) I'd like to go on a date with him. Well, I think he's a nice guy. I'd like to to, to have a cold beer with him. Well, he could be president then. He could be. You say about someone that you want to have a president with a beer. Cold beer, have a beer with him. So you want to have a beer with your president? Vic Ruggiero and Mary Houlihan. Oh, Houli! Houli will be there. So, this Saturday, Pat Byrne, karaoke all night. Also, tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. for the exciting show which will take place in October. Sharpling and Worcester's Rock Rotten Rule 20th Anniversary Extravaganza, October 21st 
at the Murmur Theater, M-U-R-M-R-R Theater in Brooklyn, Saturday, October 21st. Tickets go on sale Friday, July 21st at 10 a.m. It is a New York-only show. We're not touring on this thing. It is a commemoration of 20 years that John and I have been doing stuff. Rock Rotten Rules anniversary is this November. So get your tickets for that. 7 p.m. show. It's very going to be a lot of fun, very exciting. And difficult people, finally. Yes. And I'm, ter- I'm serious, look. I was lucky enough to work on this, but you know what it is when I work on? I'm hanging out with the, you and goofing around and having fun. It's fun. There's nothing more fun. So we're good. We're just doing So that's all that was, was just like hanging out, having fun, yeah. working on it. The show is so funny this year. It's so great. People are going to lose their marbles I when they see so. it. They I really hope are. People, love it. people are going to. People, flip I will say out. there's some best show stuff in it that. Will appeal to the best show audience well, and possibly no one else. You, but know, you know, but you know, it's going to appeal to everything's going to appeal to everyone because it's funny. I hope so. It's just so funny. Finally, a funny I show. So. Let's just say there's a former member of the Hate Pit who's featured in uh, oh, one oh, of the episodes brother. that that. Oh that, my goodness! That when we were writing, it was like, all right, this might just be something for me. You and were working. Tom. You were working on this thing and, and telling me about it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like. This this will never happen. <laughs> sure enough. And then suddenly you're With like the help of our friend Andrew Sandoval. You were like, oh, Lichtman, uh, and all of a sudden we're looking up, and someone is on the set, yeah. and you're like, it's happening, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and it happened. It, it did. is so funny. Oh, is it? It's a good episode. Oh my god, it's so funny. So this August eighth. It's going to be two episodes, the first? Three. Three. Right off the bat. Trace. Boom, boom, boom. Catorce. Everybody's going to, you're going to have, oh, it's going to be, so, I can't wait to hear people react to it. Oh, I hope people like it, People Tom. are going to love it. Thanks. I hope so, It's too. going to clean up. I hope so. It's going to clean up. Clean up Barb from that pool. Yes. Emmy nominee Barb. Dum dum. She should win a That dumb. was on screen for three minutes. <laughs> she should be yeah. nominated for the Dum Dum Awards. Yeah. Barb. And the nominees and the, and the for the Dummy Dum Dum Awards. And the go. Dummy goes to. Yeah. yeah, and the Dummy goes to Barb. And then and then the orchestra plays. Duh, <laughs> duh, 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 duh. And she's just like, in the audience, she's like, do I want to go up there and get, like, is it good that I won this thing? <laughs> the nominees are for dumbest role in a dumb show, Barb from Stranger Things. Meanwhile, she's like, it's not my name's not Barb. <laughs> Barb from Stranger yeah. Things. And the winner is... The winner is... Barb. Oh, big shocker, Barb. <laughs> Get up here, you Duh. dummy. Here comes the dummy. <laughs> like, Get like, up here, dummy. Like, here she is, Miss America. And then the announcer's like, this dummy won an award. <laughs> this is the first dummy that this dummy's won. <laughs> this dummy finally won. She won her first dummy tonight. And it's dummy certainly, never won anything except for a punch in the nose. She's so dumb she couldn't even win a dummy. <laughs> uh, she will be back. Oh she this will be the first of many dummies. This dummy will. <laughs> she gets on stage. She's like, we'll, we'll trip her way into acting. It. Is some say that acting is reacting. Get off the stage, dummy. Now the nominees for dumbest band. <laughs> 
21 Pilots. The Lumineers. Dummy John Misty? Dummy, yeah. <laughs> Dummy John Misty. And you too. Who'd win? Guns and Roses? Dumbs and Roses? For dumbest bands? Yeah. The, the Peppers, no? Yeah, they would win every year. The what Peppers. if it was just like... It would be like Julia Louis-Dreyfus being nominated. At a certain point, you just have yeah. to take her out of the running. It's like, it'd be like unfair they get, that the Red Hot Chili Peppers keep getting nominated for Dumbest Band. They'd be like, enough is enough. Yeah. It's They're like, hogging the awards. Because it's this thing. It's like, yeah, she has the best role that yes. almost any human has ever had and in she's comedy. she's as good at it as the thing is, and it's written as well as she is great at yeah. it. And as long as they keep nominating she's her, she's going, going to, to win. continue winning. Yeah. There was that first year where it's just like, it's like, I do, do you think Julie Louis-Dreyfus will win for Veep? And then now it's just like, man, she wins every, it's, she's got to larriquette yeah. this thing at some point and just go, yeah, I'm not going to win. Did he do that? I think at some point he checked, he, he removed himself from the running. Good for him. Yeah. She's like reverse Susan Lucci. Yeah, she's just racking the, it's like she'll yeah. just be like, you know Veep hasn't been on the air for six years now. Like it'll still be like, and the winner... Julie we drive is Veep. She's like, we don't make new episodes of Veep anymore. Yeah, like, and they're starting to start giving them out for next year too. Yeah, we'll just give you net. Yeah, here's next year's Emmy. Yeah, also, we don't want to make you give a second trip. Yeah. Listen, the point is, I'm so happy for all my friends nominated, and <laughs> I'm happy for these are the people I'm happy for. John Lithgow for The Crown. I'm happy for <laughs> Kristen Bartlett. I'm happy for Paul Sims. I'm happy for Paul Shear, and I'm not. He probably was nominated for something, but I'm just happy for him in general. I'm always happy for yeah, Paul. Yeah, every Shear. time I see Paul Shear on my whatever Instagram feed, he seems like he's happy, and I'm happy he's happy. I'm he's ha- a good. He's a good guy. I like Paul. He's a mensch. Paul's a good guy. He's a mensch. I'm happy for Zach. Galifianakis. Got nominated. That show's great. I love that show. And then I don't know if I'm happy for anyone else. Fair enough. Nominated. Fair enough. Will I ever win anything? Nope. No, right? No. Okay. Do you know what? Wait, am I am I home and this is just a voice in my head, or am I here doing the show? Because that was as I'm quick. happy. I'm happy for Billy Eichner. I must say. I'm yes, happy for Billy, Billy. I'm happy Eichner. for Billy. Yes, Billy happy too. For yes. My... Okay, I'm happy for Billy. Yes. That's four people. Yeah. Isn't that? A, doesn't that make me sound? Isn't that good enough? I'm happy for four people. I think of the, it's extraordinary that you're happy of the seven hundred that got nominated. I think it's remarkable. I think it's impressive, and I think you should, you know. Yeah, but I'll never, I'll never win anything. I'm going to stop responding because it's. I'm not going to ever. I'm not going to ever be. Never ever my. Nothing. I was. I was. Well, this, maybe I could get a dummy. I'm going to end up at some immemorial thing. I'll be I'll just split split screen with. Some with you know. Who? John Robert Blake. Robert Blake's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Robert Blake is the one who's. It'll be an in memoriam for Robert Blake's mm-hmm. victims. You can be on. It'll just be this year. It'll, it'll just be, be people Blake. that Robert Blake have killed. Wait, is he killing more people? Oh, I don't know. Let's well, he's say, not in allegedly. Let's say allegedly. I don't need Robert Blake showing up here in his uh, lost would, highway lipstick. I trust Mike to protect us from that. You kidding, Michael? They'll be passing the lipstick be around. Birds of a feather. No, I'm not going to ever win anything. That's fine. 
Wait, maybe it's not fun. I don't no, know. I don't know either. But on the other hand, the great thing is that I don't make money either. <laughs> so I've really got this whole thing figured out. I don't have, so I don't I'll get the respect of my peers. Of my peers. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have critical acclaim. Yeah. So I don't have a show that's on, but at least I don't make money. Yes. Sure, I don't get respect <laughs> and acknowledged by, by my peers. Yep. But I also. Who are doing so much better than me in leaps and bounds. Ugh. Why? But we, make, but we make the best stuff. We really do. We really do make the best stuff. Period. Like, yeah, we make the best we stuff. We make the best stuff. They can't Period. take that away from us. No, and it's just, it's not debatable. That's the stuff they it can't take away. It is something you away. cannot no. say. It is indisputable. Yeah. And it may be obnoxious to say so, but it's just the, it's just the truth. It kind of is. It's just and, the truth. Yeah, right? Yes, and people who do have money in the respect of their peers know that. Do they care a lot? I don't know. No, there's once in a while they'll just go like, I think I'm going to do a thing like the thing you do. You right. do that. Right. I wish I did what you do, that thing. Right. People or I love could, or that. Or I could do that. Or I wish I could do that, but in their head they're saying, I'm going to do that. Or I should have done that. Because that would have gotten me where? Higher than I am? I don't know. It's always like. It's like, man, I should have done something cool like what you're doing. Oh, the cool word is such yeah. a way of saying trivial. So the cool yeah. is like saying like amateur or, yeah. um, you know. That thing's so cool what you're doing. Yeah. It's so Yeah. So okay. Much. Well, hey, do you want to buy any books? <laughs> I'm putting a tub of my books together again. A tub. <laughs> to, to sell some books. Uh, I can do that. Do you want to buy some books? I wish I could do something cool. Like Man, you did instead of something lame. That like, thing you're doing is so cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a heck? terrible it's thing so to cool. say. It's so... That's like calling someone, like, sassy. I don't know. It's yeah. just... Man, that's so cool. Oh. You get to just do that cool thing. That's cool. <laughs> I gotta, I wish I did something cool. I just I do this go. other I, thing yeah. here where I make mountains of money <laughs> and still get... Better Awarded reviews and, than, and yeah. still get, yeah. still get acclaim. Mm-hmm. Yep, for something that could have been on TV in 1978. <laughs> oh, guys, I wrote a thing. Are you sure you didn't exhum? Nobody a wants thing? it. Nobody wants it. I do. Yeah. Nobody wants it, Julie. <laughs> they people, don't want people it do. No the people who want it love no, it. They don't. But they don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't shower you with gold they coins. Yeah, they do. Like, of course they did. If you no. disappeared, they'd lose their minds. There'd be suicides after suicides. The Staten Island Ferry alone, it would be like, I mean, there'd just be a lot of dead bodies floating. No, it'll be it'll, <laughs> on the Staten Island. You know, it's a lot of sedudo related. There's a lot of like a lot of people with their stomachs full of sedudos will be found fishing yeah. right out of the harbor. Well, that's the nicest thing anyone ever said. Well, you're me. welcome. That's what I'm here for. Because look, you have a show. I do. It's uh, extremely popular with three people who really <laughs> have great tastes, mm-hmm. and most of them are me or different friends of mine. I have a show you here. Do. This you do. You have the thing. same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta figure a thing. Out. <laughs> oh, no. How I, many mistakes? How yeah. many mistakes did I make? Starting from when? Tw- Let's uh, just say today. Well, t- uh, what happened today? What did you eat for breakfast? 
Don't you like that in recording Red studio? Red <laughs> from a <laughs> <The> dumpster. dumpster. <laughs> from, yeah, I found this dumpster. It's, it's three you weeks old. You them all up. You made cookie sprinkles yeah. for your Popeye Sunday. I'm just like, let me put these Oreo cookies in the hood of my car. <laughs> let them soften up a little bit. <laughs> kind of burn either, the mold off gonna, some of these things. They're either going to soften up or harden <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> One of the two things the texture is yeah. going to change. Then it turns into a fun kind of flourless chocolate cake. We have a fun... Uh, Did you guys save room for dessert that I can yeah. tempt you with? Can I tempt you with some can I tempt you with cinnamon some, bun Oreo I, cookies? Can I tempt you with room? From a dumpster? In your stomach? Yeah. <laughs> Did you save some room in your stomach for some dumpster cookies? <laughs> we found these Oreo cookies in the And by found... What we have is a... Uh, I mean discovered. We have truffle pigs. We have uh, or, uh, truffle oil Oreos. Oh! Oh, 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 that might be the worst oh, thing ever. Just to imagine. Oh, we have truffle oil double stuff. Stop. Double double stuff with trout dipped. Truffle butter. Yeah. Truffle butter in the middle. We have uh, Oreo cookies with like the Mars Attack alien. The- we have delicious uh these these have been left in these oreo cookies were left in the sun the stop and shop dumpster they were they were encased in a stop and shop dumpster (laughs) they are really really wet You know how people like wet nuts on a Sunday? Yeah, these are like wet walnuts. But they're like wet, they're wet cookies. These are wet Oreos. <laughs> wet Oreos. Cinnamon bun. We took cinnamon bun, peanut butter, red velvet, and firework Oreos. Yeah. Mashed them together. Yep, left them in the rain. Into a paste. <laughs> and it is on top of uh, salmon. <laughs> We're going to put it in a pastry bag. Oreo cookie encrusted salmon. Open your mouth. Just eat it. <laughs> just eat it. Yeah, Stop being it. a jerk. Yeah, just eat it. Stop this being is, a, yeah. This is the banquet at the dummies. <laughs> what the you dummy ordered, dummy? The are all like yeah, Oreo just, off-brand. Just smashed on top of real food. <laughs> what did you order? I don't... It's like, like they put the crumbs over like a cod and then they fry it like the way that... You on have... the hood of a car. Yeah. <laughs> Vroom, guys in the parking lot. It's almost Vroom. done. Yeah. Um, this is a little rare. We'll put it back on the. <laughs> we'll put it back put on the hood of the car. The we'll fire yeah. it for another minute. Vroom, so, vroom, 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 vroom. Look, maybe we don't have what others have, but you know what we have, Julie. We got each other. We got this. We got oh, each other. Oh, something else. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. We got that. We got each other. Yeah. Yes. Got each other. Yes. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, no, no one they can debate that. No away. one can argue. You get these people; they thing with the. Do they know they're not funny though? Yeah, they do. You think? At four in the morning, they know. Got it. When they're just like, "Oh God, I'm not funny." Right. Am I funny? When like their beautiful spouses are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> roll saying, off of them. Yeah. When they're saying to their support staff in their house, <laughs> "Am I funny?" Like waking. Waking up their butler. Their attractive, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, romantic partner. Jeeves? Jeeves. Hey, um, sweetie, I'll be right back. I need to ask Jeeves something. Yeah. Jeeves, am I funny? Uh, yeah, um, cer- certainly. 
Sir, you are. Where's the Bat Cave? <laughs> you dummy Batman. Is that a new character? Dummy Batman? Yeah. Where's the Bat Cave? Boo, where's my Bat Cave? Uh, who's the Joker? Why? Yeah. He's like, why so serious? He like, he means it? Short, Doesn't understand? Yeah. Short term memory. His head. It's like concuss- concussed Batman. Bonk man. He bonk man. He bonked man. <laughs> he just can't remember anything. All right, I'm gonna wind this down. <laughs> Are now. you sure why? I don't. You know what? I think we're on. You gotta so, leave when you're on top. We're on a cinnamon roll. Yeah. So I say to you, my friends, best show will be back next week. Difficult people starts in a few weeks. Two, yes. Two, three weeks. Something like that. And. I'm going to play some music going out. I'm tired of doing this Rocky thing. I don't want to do it anymore. Fair enough. I don't want to do it. I'm tired of it. I'm going to play another song. Mike, I'm going to play another uh, song by uh, by uh, Royal Trucks. This is one you're not going to like from the first album. Strawberry Soda. I love it. Bye. <laughs> 